Hello and welcome to Ramjack March to the Gravity Knife, Part 6. From Vermont, Senator Bernie Sanders. Alright. Organet friends, they're already announcing people before. It's weird. Oh, it's the first time Cena said uh, Bernie Sanders in like three hours. <laughs> Hero. Surprised they didn't fuck with the color on the video again. This little motherfucker. Get the fuck off of here. With his brown shoes? Brown shoes and blue seats. It'll be nice when we don't have to see uh, these people. Yeah. Kamala and Buttigieg, like, can we just be done? Yeah, we'll start like, losing some people. From New York, I mean, I, I think they'll probably Yang. stick in for a while, but... Oh, yeah. I... Yang with no tie yet, of course. The disruptor. From New Jersey, Senator Cory Booker. Like, it's just so hard for me to figure out who I hate the most on this stage. Uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> already a goofy goober. The goofy goober, like, already made, like, a weird yeah. thing. From Texas, former Congressman Beto O'Rourke. Oh, boy. I just completely forgot about him. Uh, he was, yeah. like, a thing. <laughs> he's tried to be ran- rebrand himself the past uh, little while now. He's, he's trying to be the badass again. Yeah. Cursing and whatnot. California businessman Tom Steyer. No, get out of here, old man. Does his neck not move? We should have had a, a baked potato tonight in her honor. That's true. When she's gone, I will make baked potatoes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not until she's gone. Yeah, yeah. She's gone. I refuse to eat a baked potato until she's gone. Healthy. <laughs> she's a grifter, and I don't trust her, but I'm glad she's here tonight. If, if Amy Klobuchar gets to be here, Tulsi Gabbard gets to be here. Oh, yeah, of course. From Texas, an housing and urban development secretary, but she is Leon awful. Castro. Astro. I hope he's an asshole again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take another punch of Biden. That was glorious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democratic candidates for president of the United States. Alright, so they introduce everybody and what? They're just gonna go to break, I guess? I guess. Yes. Yeah, it's just panning out. Oh no, it's back at him. Just everyone's standing awkwardly. Yeah. So up. weird. They don't know what to do. Um, we're still looking at them. <laughs> do that now, like before the eight o'clock thing, just so they don't have to then introduce. Well, they're still going to introduce them again, yeah. right? Because yeah, they all question. have their like little thing they say, right? Oh, I think so. Yeah. So they claim they saved lives, but what they really did was make it impossible. Because they did that, that shit uh, last time. Yeah. Right? Nobody else is going to tell this story. I would like oh, us to be more so than weird. the country that did the report. I'd like us to be the country that made it public. And now we're watching the commercial yeah. for an Amazon original of cool. something. The report. Oh, 
Well, it's the blank room. God, they're still standing there. Yeah. Seconds away from the start of the big debate, a little bit of time left for some uh, final thoughts. David Axford, let me let me bring you in. So uh, weird. You have coached uh, a candidate before a debate like this, as uh, former then Senator Barack Obama. Let him at least go to the podium. Right before they go yeah. on stage, is it get, get that zinger ready? I, don't, I would be nervous because say, you know, like we, at least last time, it seemed like they didn't the break we, until we like this, you know an hour and a half in. Mm-hmm. Sure you know, it's like. Dude, I need to get my bathroom break right before 8 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? like Cory Booker's like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. The pressure on that platform. And for some of these candidates, it really is a matter of survival, as it has been mentioned. I mean, this is a uh, this is a, uh, an important... Sorry, friends. They jumped us in a little bit early. Uh, still, still eating some soup here. Yeah. Um, delicious soup. You're really missing out, friends. Yeah. You, you, you know, if, if you're in Orlando and it's debate time, you need to come to Brad's house because that's where it's at. I try. I try. Got some great soup. Made us old fashions. It's a, it's a party over here, friends. Absolutely. That's what it's about. Rehearse these things. I mean, debates are not. Re- they're oh, not like what is this guy talking about? They're, they're performances, and candidates go in knowing where they, what they want to land. And the question who's is, he telling this to? Yeah, it's kind of stupid. No one cares, cares about. What people don't realize is a, <laughs> a debate's a performance. It's a. It's like a one-man <laughs> show. See, <laughs> first you go to the fringe and uh, try it out. <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you about my friend Corn Pop. So. <laughs> You, you know what a successful debate's going to I remember this one time. Hey there, Esther Williams. <laughs> Why don't you get up on that? Uh, get off that, uh, uh, Esther Williams. Uh, and then I pulled out a chain, and, and, and he looked at me, and he said, and then, he does, and then Joe Biden does a voice that I don't want to even imitate because it's very racist. That happened during my debate. Well, certainly around. That was not a good story. Oh. Dan, at some point, I'm going to ask you to run up and grab the 3,000 questions book. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Just so we have that. Now, yeah. How much I appreciate it. That's going to be important. In an hour and a half, there's a break. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you much. Joe Biden. I mean, we can always just read articles from Jacobin, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Starts right now. Okay, we're starting. Oh, all right, we're in it. Right on the dot. Right. We're not fucking around today. All right. I mean, if it gets really boring, we could switch to the Flash and just do a commentary on the episode oh, of the Flash. Yeah. That would probably be better for my blood pressure. <laughs> I have a friend that went to Otterman. For opera, I think. Shout out to Adrian Jones. I have an amazing gif of Aaron Burnett, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's real good. See, it would have been great if Alex could have, like, gone there live to cover it for Ramjack. I know he's got the money to be in the audience. There are no opening statements tonight. Nice. Before we begin, a reminder of the ground rules. Okay. You'll each receive 75 seconds to answer questions. 
45 seconds for responses and rebuttals, and 15 seconds for clarification. <laughs> Please refrain from interrupting your fellow candidates, as that will count against your time. Carry the four plus seven. Here in the right center and outer bind to be respectful, so the candidates can hear the questions and each other. All right, let's begin. Since the last debate, House Democrats have officially launched an impeachment inquiry against President Trump, which all the candidates on this stage support. Senator Warren, I want to start with you. You have said that there's already enough evidence for President Trump to be impeached and removed from office. But the question is, with the election only one year away, why shouldn't it be the voters who determine the president's fate? What? Because sometimes there are issues that are bigger than politics, and I think that's the case with this impeachment inquiry. When I made the decision to run for president, I certainly didn't think it was going to be about impeachment. But when the Mueller report came out, I read it, all 442 pages, and when I got to the end, I realized that uh, Mueller had shown too a fairly well. That's when you realized? The president had obstructed justice and done it repeatedly. And so, at that moment, I called for opening an impeachment inquiry. Now, that didn't happen, and look what happened as a result. Donald Trump hmm. broke the law again in the summer, broke it again point? this fall. You know, we took a constitutional oath, and that is that no one is above the law, and that includes the President of the United States. Impeachment is the way that we establish that this man will not be permitted to break the law over and over without consequences. This is about Donald Trump, but understand, it's about the next president and the next president and the next president and the future of this country. The Senator, impeachment must go forward. Thank you, Senator Warren. You're all going to get in on this, by the way. Uh, Senator Sanders, do Democrats have any choice but to impeach President Trump? Please no, they don't. Uh, in my judgment, Trump is the most corrupt president in the history of this country. Uh, it's not just that he obstructed justice with the Mueller report. Uh, I think that the House will find him uh, guilty of, worthy of impeachment because of the emoluments clause. This is a president who is enriching himself while using the Oval Office to do that. And that nice. is outrageous. <clears throat> and I think in it's terms time of the that. recent mm -hmm. Ukrainian incident, the idea that we have a president of the United States who is prepared to hold back national security money to one of our allies in order to get dirt on a presidential candidate is beyond comprehensive. I mean, so I look Joe Biden sucks too. Way, yeah, his son shouldn't be making all that money. No. Impeachment process, but Mitch McConnell has got to do the right thing and allow a free and fair trial in the Senate. Vice President Biden, during the Clinton impeachment proceedings, you said, and I quote, the American people don't think that they've made yep. a mistake by electing Bill You're Clinton and we in Congress had better That's be very careful so before we upset their decision. With the country now split, have Democrats been careful enough in pursuing the impeachment of President Trump? Yes, they have. I said from the beginning that if, in fact, Trump continued to stonewall what the Congress is entitled to know about his background, what he did, all the accusations of the Mueller report, if they did that, they would have no choice no choice but to begin an impeachment proceeding, which gives them more power to seek more information. This president, and I agree with Bernie, Senator Sanders, is the most corrupt president in modern history, and I think all of our history. And the fact is that this president of the United States has yeah, gone so far as to say, since this latest event, that in fact he will not cooperate in any way at all 
will not list any witnesses, will not provide any information, will not do anything to cooperate with the impeachment. They have no choice but to move. Senator Harris, uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has said that members of Congress have to be, in her words, fair to the president and give him a chance to exonerate himself. You've already said that based on everything you've seen, you would vote to remove him from office. Is that being fair to the president? Well, it's just being observant because he has committed crimes in plain sight. I mean, it's shocking, but he told us who he was. Maya Angelou told us years ago, listen to somebody when they tell you who they are the first time. During that election, Donald Trump told us he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it. And he has consistently, since he won, been selling out the American people. He's been selling out working people. He's been selling out our values. He's been selling out national security. And on this issue with Ukraine, he has been selling out our democracy. Our framers imagined this moment, a moment where we would have a corrupt president. And our framers then rightly designed our system of democracy to say there will be checks and balances. This is one of those moments. And so Congress must act. act. But the reality of it is that I don't really think this impeachment process is going to take very long. Because as a former prosecutor, I know a confession when I see it. And, and he did it in plain sight. He has given us the evidence and he tried to cover it up, putting it in that special server. And there's been a clear consciousness of guilt. This will not take very long. Donald Trump needs I'm to taking be a held point because she just sucks. Yeah, I, I gave her one, then I took one away. We have ever had. I don't know what's so up with the accent thing that she's doing. She right does. Now. She loves to do that. She disqualifies him from being president. Can uh, you be fair? Oh boy. Please respond. So first of all, we must be fair. We we are talking about <laughs> ongoing proceedings to remove a sitting president for office. This has got to be about patriotism and not partisanship. Look, I share the same sense of urgency of everybody on this stage. I understand the outrage that we all feel, but we have to conduct this process in a way that is honorable, that brings our country together, doesn't rip us apart. Anybody who has criticisms about a process... Stop smiling! Is That's what he does. The God, I hate him. ...for the American public that works to build consensus. That's what this nation needs in what is a moral moment and not a political one. So I swore an oath to do my job as a senator, do my duty. This president has violated his. I will do mine. Thank you, Senator Booker. Uh, Senator Klobuchar, you have, uh, what, what do you say to those who fear that impeachment is a distraction from issues that impact people's day-to-day -day lives, health care, the economy, and could backfire on Democrats? We can do two things at once. That's our job. We have a constitutional duty to pursue this impeachment. But we also can stand up for America because this yeah, president like has not been putting America in front of his own Grand personal job. interests. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's really. not been standing up Little for the of Ohio. He's not been standing up for the problems in Iowa. Give me a fork. I this a step further. You know, uh, when calm. he made that call uh, to the head of Ukraine, he's digging up dirt on an opponent. That's illegal conduct. That's what he was doing. He didn't talk to him about the Russian invasion, he talked to him about that. So I'm still waiting to find out from him how making that call to the head of Ukraine and trying to get him involved in interfering in our election makes America great again. I'd like to hear from him about how leaving the Kurds for slaughter our allies for slaughter, where Russia then steps in to protect them. How that makes America. What if great she somehow again. got the nomination? And I would like to hear uh, how, from him how badly would she lose? Coddling yeah, up to Vladimir Putin makes America great again. What is she again. doing here? It doesn't make America great again. It makes Russia great again. 
And that is what this president has done. Like so the best case scenario for Amy Klobuchar, what is she getting out of that? A book deal? He has put his own private interests, and I will not do that. Thank you. Senator Castro, is impeachment a distraction? Not at all. We can walk and chew gum at the same time, and all of us are out there every single day uh, talking about what we're going to do. He has the best sure posture of any human. Oh, yeah. Stage, that more families have great health care, that more folks are put to work in places like, like Ohio, where Donald Trump has broken his promises because I, Ohio, Michigan, and Pennsylvania actually, in the latest jobs data, have lost jobs, not gained them. None of that. Uh, what we have to recognize is that not only did the Mueller report point out 10 different instances where the president obstructed justice or tried to, um, and he made that call to uh, President Zelensky of the Ukraine, but he is ongoingly, in an ongoing way, violating his oath of office and abusing his power. We have to impeach this president, and the majority of Americans not only support impeachment, they support removal. Oh, yeah. No, he made a good drink. Uh, Mayor Buttigieg, you have said that impeachment should be bipartisan. There's been, obviously, very little Republican support to date, yet Democrats are proceeding. Is that a mistake? Well, it's a mistake on the part of Republicans who enable a president whose actions are as offensive to their own supposed values as they are to the values that we all share. The president has left the Congress with no choice. And this is not just about holding the president accountable for not just the things emerging in these investigations, but actions that he has confessed to on television. It's also about the presidency itself, because a president 10 years or 100 years from now will look back at this moment and draw the conclusion either that no one is above the law or that a president can get away with anything. He's so stagey and fake. Why is he... president after the Trump presidency. Remember... You know we're like 139 days away from Super Tuesday, right? I want you to picture what it's going to be like. This motherfucker's still up here. going to feel like in this country the first day the sun comes up after Donald Trump has been president. It bop, starts bop, out bop, like a happy bop, thought. Bop, 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 this particular bop. brand of chaos and corruption will be over. But really think about where we'll be. Oh, this guy is so Even choked. more torn apart yeah. by politics than we are right now. And these He's like, I can see him reading his lines. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not taking a vacation during the impeachment process. I'm running to be the president who can turn the page and unify a dangerously polarized country while tackling those issues. I mean, capable of listening to him. Yeah. Yeah. But like, Thank you, I Mr. Mayor. Congressman Gabbard, you're the only sitting House member on this stage. How do you respond? Uh, if impeachment is driven by these hyper-partisan interests, it will only further divide an already terribly divided country. What? Unfortunately, this is what we've already seen uh, play out as calls for impeachment really began shortly after Trump won his election. And as unhappy as that may make us as Democrats, he won that election in 2016. Serious issues that have been raised around this uh, phone call that he had with the president of Ukraine and many other things that transpired around that are what caused me to support the inquiry uh, in the House. And I think that it should continue to play its course out to gather God, all the information taking provided a point away. to the American There's so many reasons to impeach uh, Recognizing like, that fuck that off. is the only way forward. If the House votes to impeach, the Senate uh, does not vote to remove Donald Trump. He walks out and he feels exonerated, further deepening the divides in this country that we Who cares? Thank you, Congresswoman. Mr. Sauer, you've been calling for impeachment for two years. Does there need to be bipartisan support? I don't support? care if he feels like he got away with it. This is my first time on this stage, so oh, I just boy. want to start by reminding everybody that what is that the time? candidate here is more decent, He's more coherent, and more patriotic yeah. than That's the criminal in the White House. Strange. <laughs> He's waiting for, he waited for that applause. I want to point out that 
Anderson's right. Two years ago, I started Ooh, what the Deep is, Blue Beach movement. Is there something in his teeth, or is that just his teeth? Desperately wrong at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That we did have the most teeth. corrupt president in the country, <laughs> and that only the voice and the, no good. the American a point. It looks like a gap, political but it's off-center. So yeah. Impeaching and removing this president is something that the American I mean, people... It could be a thing. I mean, it could be spinach, or it could just be his mouth. The American yeah. Regardless, so you're running for president. Get that shit fixed. Out there yeah. to impeach the president. Please respond. Oh, fucking math. He's wearing a math pen. Oh, yang, yang. Fuck you. (laughs) We're standing in the great state of Ohio, the ultimate purple state, the ultimate bellwether state. Why did Donald Trump win your state by eight points? Because Hillary Clinton was the other candidate. Because we got rid of 300,000 manufacturing jobs in your towns. And we're not stopping there. How many of you know (laughs) you're the mic? The mic. Raise your hands. (laughs) Stop it with your... It's not just you. Amazon alone is closing 30% of America's stores and malls, soaking up $20 billion in business while paying zero in taxes. These are the problems that got Donald Trump elected. The product industrial revolution. And that is going to accelerate and grow more serious regardless of who is in the Oval Office. The fact is, Donald Trump, when we're talking about him, we are losing. We need yeah. to present a new vision really that includes talking on. about impeaching Donald Trump. It's got a lean thing, the, the top of his doesn't move. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think about everyone who's ever served this country. Uh, we have two examples here on the stage tonight, Mayor Buttigieg and Congresswoman Gabbard. Those who have willingly sacrificed their lives to defend this country. Pandering troops. Yeah, really. Forgot that was on the list. This is guy already going to start talking about guns. And we have a responsibility to be fearless in the face of this president's criminality and his lawlessness. The fact that as a candidate, for the highest office in the land, he invited the participation, the invasion of a foreign power in our democracy. As president, he lied to investigators, obstructed justice, fired James Comey, head of the FBI, tried to fire Mueller, head of the investigation, then invited President Zelensky to involve himself in our politics as well. Are we sure as he's China not running for Keebler In exchange else? for favorable he trade terms in an upcoming trade deal. The giant Keebler <laughs> There is not justice. Not only have we failed this moment Listen, of our Listen, I can put the yell fudge on the very top shelf. Bernie <laughs> can't do that. I'm your candidate. And they cannot do that. Thank you, Congressman. Yeah. The impeachment inquiry is centered on President Trump's attempts to get political dirt from no, 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 no. Vice President Biden and his son Hunter. Mr. Vice President, nice. President Trump has falsely accused your son of doing something wrong while serving on a company Falsely. in Ukraine. I want to point out there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. Yes, there is, motherfucker. You announced that if you're president, no one in your family... They're paying him $50,000 a month to do nothing. ...in any foreign businesses. My question is, if it's, it's not corruption. president's it's for influence. involved in foreign businesses, why was it okay for your son when you were vice president? Yeah. Vice President Biden? Look, uh, my son... Did nothing wrong. Um, bullshit. I did nothing wrong. I carried out bullshit. the policy of the United States government in rooting out corruption in in Ukraine. What are you fucking and talking that's about? That's what we should be focusing on. And what I wanted to make a point about, and my my son's statement speaks for itself. He spoke about it today. My son's statement speaks for itself. What I think is I important is we focus on why it's so important to remove this man from office. On the seventeenth, look, the fact that. Oh. George Washington, worry on after being elected Lost president. Lost the point on that. That you can worry about is foreign interference in our elections. It was the greatest threat to America. This president, on three occasions, three occasions, 
has invited foreign governments and heads of government to get engaged in trying to alter our elections. The fact is that it is outrageous. Rudy Giuliani, the president, and his thugs. He's not going to make it through the night. They, in fact, are flat lying. What we have to do now is focus on Donald Trump. He doesn't want me to be the candidate. He's going after me because he knows if I get if I get the nomination, I will beat him like a drum. <laughs> Just like I did the corn pop. Mr. Vice President, as you said, your son Hunter today gave an interview, admitted that he made a mistake and showed poor judgment by serving on the, the that board in Ukraine. Yeah. Did you make a mistake by letting him? You were the point person on Ukraine at, at the time. If you, you can answer. Look, my son's statement speaks for itself. I did my job. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. No one has indicated I have. We've always kept everything separate. Even when my son was the attorney general of the state of Delaware, we never discussed anything. So there'd be no potential conflict. Hmm. My son made a judgment. I'm proud of the judgment he made. Your son has never made a good judgment. And let's focus on this. The fact of the matter is that this is about Trump's corruption. That's what we should be focusing on. Senator Sanders, your response. Let me make a point. I think oh boy. that Please don't defend, don't defend him. Don't forward with impeachment. I hope that he is impeached. But I think what would be a disaster if the American people believe that all we were doing is taking on Trump. And we're forgetting that 87 million Americans are uninsured or underinsured. We're forgetting nice. about the nice. existential threat of climate change. We are forgetting about the fact that half of our people are living paycheck to paycheck. So what we have got to do is end this corruption, set a precedent for future history that says presidents like this cannot behave this way. But we cannot and must Point. turn our backs on the pain of the working class of this country. <gasps> we want to move now to the economy. I, Senator I, I, Warren, please. you've proposed I'm some sweeping plans, free public college. Thank, thank you. We're, we're going to keep Senator Warren. Senator Warren, proposed, you've proposed some sweeping plans, free public college, Peter free universal child care, yeah. eliminating most Americans' college debt. And you've said how you're Pizza going to pay Desperate. for those plans, but you have not specified how you're going to pay for the most expensive you... plan, Medicare for all. Taxes. Will you raise taxes yeah. on the middle class for pay, to pay for it, yes or no? Yeah. So I have made clear what my principles are here, and that is costs will go up for the wealthy and for big corporations That's and for hardworking middle class. class families, costs will go down. Uh, you know, the way I see this is I have been out all around this country. I've done 140 town halls now, been to 27 states in Puerto Rico. Should have done 70,000 selfies, which must be the new measure. Fuck of off with your selfies. And this gives people a chance to come up and talk to me directly. So I've talked with the family, the mom and dad whose daughter's been diagnosed with cancer. I have talked to the young woman whose mother has just been diagnosed with diabetes. I've talked to the young man who has MS. And here's the thing about all of them, they all had great health insurance right at the beginning. But then they found out when they really needed it, when the costs went up, that the insurance company pulled the rug out from underneath them and they were left with nothing. Look, the way I see this 
It's hard enough to get a diagnosis that your child has cancer, to think about the changes in your family if your mom's got diabetes, or what it means for your life going forward if you've been diagnosed with MS. But what you shouldn't have to worry about is how you're going to pay for your health care after that. Senator Warren, to be clear, Senator Sanders acknowledges he's going to raise taxes on the middle class to pay for Medicare for all. But You've endorsed his plan. It's cheaper. Should you acknowledge it too? So the way I yeah, see this, it is about what kinds of costs middle class families are going to face. So let me be just clear say it. Just say it. Just say it. Costs will go yeah. up for yeah. the wealthy. They will yeah. go up for big corporations. And for middle class families, they will go down. I will not sign a bill into law that does not lower costs for middle class families. Mayor Buttigieg, you say Senator Warren has been, quote, evasive about how she's going to pay for Medicare for all. What's your response? Well, we heard it tonight. A yes or no question that didn't get a yes or no answer. Look, you fucking little piece of shit. are so frustrated with Washington in general. Fuck off. In particular, your signature. God, I hate him. Have a plan for He's the worst. Except this. No plan has been laid out to explain how a multi-trillion dollar hole in this Medicare for all plan that Senator Warren is putting it's forward. It's cheaper. It's supposed to get filled in. It's and cheaper. Is, we really can deliver health care for every American and move forward with the boldest, biggest transformation since the inception of Medicare itself. People can't afford your stupid ass plan. Multi-trillion dollar plan. And without uh, having to avoid a yes or no question is Medicare for all who want it. Fuck I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna reach through the screen and murder him. You can do that too. That is what most Americans want. Medicare for all who want it. How does that work? How do costs not go up insanely? Stupidest bullshit. So let's be clear, whenever someone hears the term Medicare for all who want it, understand what that really means. It's Medicare for all who can afford it. And that's the problem we've got. Medicare for all is the gold standard. It is the way we get health care coverage for every single American, including the family whose child's been diagnosed with cancer, including the person who's just gotten an MS diagnosis. That's how we make If anyone's sure listening everyone and you vote for Pete Buttigieg, we can pay for this stop listening. The basic principles also kill yourself. For the wealthy, they're going to go up for big corporations. Now, what if they you own a boot edge edge shirt? Class families, and I will not sign a bill into Burn it while you're wearing it. Costs because costs are what people care about. Yeah. I've been studying this, you know, for the biggest thank, part of my thank life. Thank you, Senator. Why can the, people go can the mayor, mayor respond? Sure. I don't think the American people are wrong when they say that what they want is a choice. No, no one's saying that. For all who want it. Nobody it's said they want your shitty plan. Make sure that the I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. To get that health care. It's just better than Medicare for all, whether you want it or not. And I don't understand how you believe the only way to deliver affordable coverage to everybody is to obliterate private plans, kicking 150 million Americans off of their insurance to in better insurance short years when we could achieve that same big bold goal and once again how the fuck do you pay for it competing to be president how is he paying why don't they ask him how he pays for that idiotic fucking bullshit do you know how insurance works after everything we are about to go through this so all the poor people will go on one plan and somehow it's not going to be incredibly expensive yeah. now all the sick and poor people that can't get insurance through private companies somebody who wrote the damn bill as i said let's be clear under the medicare for all bill that i wrote 
Premiums are gone. Co-payments are gone. Deductibles are gone. All out-of-pocket expenses are gone. We're going to do better than the Canadians do, and that is what they have managed to do. At the end of the day, the overwhelming majority of people will save money on their health care bills. But I do think it is appropriate to acknowledge that taxes will go up. They're going to go up significantly for the wealthy. And for virtually everybody, the tax increase they pay will be substantially less substantially less than what they Michael pay Warren say that it's so easy to understand yeah. Senator, Senator Warren, you, acknowledge what the senator just said about taxes going up so my view on this and what I have committed to is costs will go down for hard just say it class families why won't she fucking say it a plan like Medicare for all who can afford it that will leave behind millions of people who cannot and I will not embrace a plan that says people have great insurance right up until you get the diagnosis and the insurance company says sorry we're not covering your expensive cancer treatments. We're not covering your expensive treatments Thank you, for Senator. MS. We're Senator Kobachar, what you need. At least Bernie's being honest here and saying how he's going to pay for this and that taxes are going to go up. And I'm sorry, Elizabeth, but you have not said that. And I think we owe it to the American people it's, to tell I mean, them I should say it because it is stupid. Yeah. I but fuck the all these motherfuckers. The boldest idea here is to not trash I mean, she Obama said it here, enough. She's danced around exactly it. It's stupid. Obama but wanted to do she said it. Yeah. And that's have a public but option I don't, like, that would bring down this the This is a weird gotcha game yeah. where they're like, oh, now you've said taxes will go up. Gotcha. Fuck that. But it's a stupid ass question. It's the stupidest fucking question. million people off their insurance for she won't and say I'm it. Tired of oh, hearing, yeah. Whenever I say these things, oh, it's Republican talking points. You are making Republican talking points right now in this room. What? I'm coming out for a plan that's going to do that. I think there is a oh, way fuck that, you. that will cover more people, and it's the one we should get behind. Senator Warren. You're an idiot. I didn't spend most of my time in Washington. I spent most of my time studying one basic question, and that is why hardworking people go broke. And one of the principal reasons for that is the cost of health care. And back when I was studying it, two out of every three families that ended up in bankruptcy after a serious medical problem had health insurance. The problem we've got right now is the overall cost of health care. And look, you can try to spend this any way you want. I've spent my entire life on, on working on how America's middle class has been hollowed out and how we fight back. I put out nearly 50 plans on how we Most can of fight which back pretty and mediocre, how we can rebuild way. an America that works. And a part of that is we Thank you, got Senator. to stop Sen Americans from going bankrupt over health care. Senator Klobuchar, do you want to respond? Uh, yes, I do. And I appreciate Elizabeth's work. But again, um, the difference between a plan and a pipe dream is something that you can actually oh. get done. And we can Fuck get this publication done and we Lazy can take fucking on the piece of shit. companies and bring down the prices. But what really bothers me bring about down this the discussion, prices. which we've had so many times, Fuck is off. That we don't talk about the things that I'm hearing about from regular Americans. That is long-term care. 
We are seeing, I once called it a silver what? tsunami, the aging, and then someone told me that was too negative, so I call it the silver surge. The aging... Oh, fuck you. This is important. ...to get long-term care insurance and strengthen Medicaid. In this state, the state of Ohio... You know what strengthens it? Giving it to everybody. ...epidemic. Yeah. We need to take... If it's the only... And make if it's the only healthcare system, the addictions that it's they the have strongest system. ...and the people that they have thank, killed. Thank you, Senator. Those are the issues... God, I... Like to be. Yep. Let, me, let me bring oh, you in Vice President, uh, for your response. Are Senators Warren and Sanders being realistic about the difficulty of enacting their plans? First of all, um, the plan we're hearing discussed is the Biden plan. The one I put What? Build on Obamacare, add a public option. We can go into that. I can talk about that if you like. Um, here's the deal. Nonsense. Absolute fucking nonsense. I think it's awfully important to be straightforward with them. The plan is going to cost at least $30 trillion cheaper in 10 years. than it is now. It is more cheaper. on a yearly basis than the entire federal budget. And we talk about how we're going to pay for it. The study recently came out showing that, in fact, it will reduce costs. But for people making between fifty dollars and $75,000 a year, their taxes are going to go up about $5,000. Because the fact is, they'll pay more so? in new taxes, 7.4%. Plus or five percent, plus a four percent income tax. What? If you're making for firemen and a school teacher are making a hundred thousand bucks a year, their taxes yeah, going to go up. Yeah, you do some math. Um, yeah. That is more no. than they will possibly save on this health care plan. Nonsense. We have a plan put forward that will work. Absolute fucking nonsense. Senator uh, Sanders, do you want to respond? Again, to a little here? bit tired, I must say. Are people defending a system which is dysfunctional, which is cruel? 87 million yes. uninsured, 30,000 people dying every single year, 500,000 people going bankrupt. For what reason? They came down with cancer. Raise my fucking taxes all day long. The issue is whether yeah. the Democratic Party has the guts to stand up I just to gotta the raise, take it, give everybody health care. $100 billion yeah. in profit, whether we have the guts to stand up to the corrupt, price-fixing pharmaceutical industry which is charging us the highest prices in the world for prescription drugs and if we don't have the guts to do that if all we can do is take their money we should be ashamed of ourselves thank you senator, senator harris your response this is the sixth debate we have had in this presidential cycle and not nearly one word with all of these discussions about health care on women's access to reproductive health care which is under full-on attack in America today and it's outrageous there are states that have passed laws that will virtually prevent women from having access to reproductive health care and it is not an exaggeration to say it's really just trying to swing die. for something yeah. Yeah. poor women women of color will die because these republican legislatures in these various states who are out of touch with america are telling women what to do with our bodies women are the majority of the population in this country people need to keep their hands off of women's bodies and let women make the decisions about their own lives thank you senator and Let's talk you know, Bernie's plan would actually uh, cover abortion, so uh, maybe we should have Medicare for all. According to a recent study, about a quarter of American jobs could be lost to automation in just the next 10 years. Ohio is one of the states likely to be hardest hit. Senator Sanders, you say your federal jobs guarantee is part of the answer to the threat from automation. But tens of millions of Americans could end up losing their jobs. Are you promising that you will have a job? for every single one of those Americans? Damn right we will. And I'll tell you why. 
if you look at what goes on in America today, we have an infrastructure which is collapsing. We could put 15 million people to work rebuilding our roads, our bridges, our water systems, our wastewater plants, airports, etc. Furthermore, and I hope we will discuss it at length tonight, this planet faces the greatest threat in its history from climate change. And the Green New Deal that I have advocated will create up to 20 million jobs. Like as we move away he's from leading on every issue of importance. And sustainable he answers energy. everything. We need workers like, to do yeah. child care. We need workers, great hey, teachers, I, to come in yeah. to school systems which don't have I mean, come the on. teachers. Come on. Right Anytime we he speaks, he gets a point, we need, we need more carpenters. We need more sheet metal workers. And when we talk about making public colleges and universities tuition-free and canceling student debt, we're going to give those we're, people the whole the debate is centered around his jobs. ideas. Yep. Senator Sanders, thank you. Mr. Yang, your main solution to job loss from automation <laughs> is a universal basic income. Oh boy. Why is giving people a thousand dollars a month better than Sanders' plan to get guaranteeing them a job? I am for the spirit of a federal jobs guarantee, but you have to look spirit. at how it would actually materialize in practice. What are the jobs? Who manages you? What if you don't like your job? What if you're not good at your job? The fact is, could it find another one? Most Americans what if a robot to your job? The government. And saying that that is the vision of the economy. <laughs> the more realistic the option century, is to give everybody a thousand dollars. Americans would embrace. It's stupid. Also, Senator Sanders' <laughs> description of a federal jobs guarantee does not take into account the work of people like my wife, who's at home with our two boys, one of whom is autistic. If we have a freedom dividend of $1,000 a month, it actually recognizes the work that is happening in our families and our communities. It helps um, all Americans transition. Wait, you're also taking because away the all the services of people that would stay at home. So, to target yeah. its resources, you wind up with failed retraining programs and jobs that no one wants. When we put the money into our hands, we can build a trickle-up economy. From our people, our families, and our oh communities, will enable us to do the kind of work that we want to do. This is the sort of constant too. vision in response okay. to the fourth industrial revolution that we have to embrace as a party. I don't like how Senator tight Bo that top Senator button Booker. is. A federal jobs yeah. I feel like he had his shirt taken in Are those the yeah. best at the neck, there? which is weird. Well, I'm happy to get in finally, and, and I just want to say, as a great... <laughs> I just happened to be there. Said I am having deja vu all over again. I'm having deja vu all over again. First of all, because I saw this play in 2016's election. We are literally using Donald Trump's lies, and the second issue we cover on this stage is elevating a lie and attacking a statesman. That was so offensive. He should not have to defend ourselves. And the only person sitting at home that was enjoying that was Donald Trump seeing that we're distracting from his oh, mouthpieces and selling out of this his This is a debate. And I'm having deja vu all over again. And I'm having deja Stop smiling. All over again because we have another health care debate and we're not talking about the clear and existential threat in America that we're in a state that has had two Planned Parenthoods closed. We are seeing all over this country women's reproductive rights under attack and God bless Kamala, but you know what? Women should not be the only ones taking up this cause and this fight. And then Boy, we're really swinging the country. Supporters and our friends and our wives is because women are people, and people deserve to control their own. Women are people. Thank you. We are both stance. Yeah. He got some coaching from Tim Ryan. A good story, except it's not really true. I believe we're people. So should workers here in Ohio not believe raisins are people too? So uh, the data show that uh, we've had a lot of problems with losing jobs, but the principal reason has been bad trade policy. 
The principal reason has been a bunch of corporations, giant multinational corporations, who've been calling the shots on trade, giant multinational corporations that have no loyalty to America. They have no loyalty to American workers. They have no loyalty to American consumers. They have no loyalty to American communities. They are loyal only to their own bottom line. I have a plan to fix that, and it's accountable capitalism. It says you want to have one of the giant corporations in America, then by golly, 40% of golly. your board of directors should be elected by your employees. That'll make a difference when a corporation decides, gee, we could save a nickel by moving a job to Mexico, when there are people on the board in the boardroom saying, no, do you know what that does to our company? Do you know what that does to our community, to what it does to our workers? We also need to make it easier to join a union and give unions more power when they negotiate. We need to restructure strength in this economy, and that's where it starts. Thank you, Senator. Secretary Castro, what's your response to Senator Warren's claim that automation is a good story, except it's not really true? Well, I think, I think what folks have said is that that is only part of the issue, right? Um, you know, I believe that we need to address uh, communities that are being impacted by automation. I'm even willing to pilot something like UBI to see how that would work. But I think we need to focus on making sure that we spark job opportunity for people across this country. As I mentioned earlier, here in Ohio, in the latest job data, Ohio is losing jobs under Donald Trump. He has broken his promises to Ohio and the industrial Midwest. I would invest in infrastructure to put people a real gem I would to the camera. In a yeah. to unleash millions of new well, jobs in the really clean energy economy. I was in Newton, Iowa a few weeks ago and I visited right a place now. called TPI. Newton, Iowa had a Maytag washing machine manufacturing facility and then it closed down. TPI manufactures wind turbines. They're putting hundreds of people to work at decent paying jobs. I mean, is he hoping you'll just get like a loud applause? Families on yeah. Top the that, idiots in CNN will think that means yeah. something. Yep. Working families. Cool. We need to invest yeah, because he's done it a couple of years each time he's spoken. So that people can afford mm -hmm. child care. Yeah, I'm taking a point. Yeah. I just to address this. Senator Warren, I've been Go talking ahead, to so Americans yeah. around the country about automation, and they're smart. They see what's happening around them. Their main street stores are closing. They see a self-serve kiosk in every McDonald's, every grocery store, every CVS. Driving a truck is the most common job in 29 states, including this one. Three and a half million truck drivers in this country, and my friends in California are piloting self-driving trucks. What is that going to mean for the three and a half million truckers or the seven million Americans who work in truck stops, motels, and diners that rely upon the truckers getting out and having a meal? Saying this is a rules problem is ignoring the reality that Americans see around us every single day. Senator Warren, respond, please. Exactly so, could, could I understand that what we're all looking for is how we strengthen America's middle class. And actually, I think the thing closest to the universal basic income is Social Security. It's one of the reasons that I put forward a plan to extend the solvency of Social Security by decades and to add $200 to the payment of every person who receives Social Security right now and every person who receives disability insurance right now. That $200 a month will lift nearly 5 million families out of poverty and it will sure loosen up the budget for a whole lot more. It also has a provision for your wife, for those who stay home to do caregiving for children or for seniors, 
and creates an opportunity for them to get credit on their social security. Thanks. So after a lifetime of hard work, people are entitled to retire with dignity. Thank you, Senator Warren. I see this as an important question about just, I want to understand the data on this. Senator, and thank you very sure much. Split screen is weird. Make this yeah. Your time is up. I want, to give, I want to give Congresswoman Gabbard a chance to respond. Thank you. You know, really what this is uh, about is getting to the heart of the fear that is well-founded. As people look to this automation revolution, they look to uncertainty. They don't know how this is going to affect their jobs and their everyday lives. And I, I agree with my friend Andrew Yang. I think universal basic income is a good idea to help provide that security so that people can have the freedom to make the kinds of choices that they want to see. This has to do with uh, a bad trade deals that we've seen in the past that have all, also driven fear towards people losing the way that they provide for their families. Really what we need to do is look at how we can best serve the interests of the American people. I do not believe a federal jobs guarantee is the way to do that. God, the value suck. that someone feels in themselves and their own lives is not defined by the job that they have, but is intrinsic to who we all are as Americans whatever we choose to do with our lives, and we can't forget that. Thank you very much. But if you're broke... One of the industries uh, most at risk <laughs> from a tank you, economy is the auto industry. General Motors used to be the largest employer in Ohio. Now it's 72nd. Today, thousands of GM workers here in Ohio and across the country are on strike. All of you on the stage have voiced support for these workers. Senator Booker, one of the latest impasses in negotiations involves bringing jobs back from Mexico. As president, how would you convince GM to return production to the United States? Well, first of all, the one point I wanted to make about the UBI conversation, and I hope uh, that my friend Andrew Yang will come out for this, doing more for workers uh, yeah. than UBI would actually time. be just raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. It would put more money in people's pockets than giving them $1,000 a month. Oh, you mean we have Bernie's to start plans? putting the dignity yeah. back. It's all Bernie's plans. One, you start having well, trade not deals. Not like this thing that the president is trying to push through Congress right now that gives pharmaceutical companies... I'm not talking about any of Hillary's plans. Doesn't put work By the way, does anyone remember any of Hillary's plans? Every yeah. trade deal. We must make sure we are not giving corporate tax incentives for people to move jobs out of our country, but start to put the worker at the center of that and make sure that they have the resources to succeed. But it's more than that. I stood with these workers because we're seeing this trend all over our country. I stood with unions because right now unions in America are under attack. Don't As smile you when you say that. We have seen a stratification You're of wealth in this country. Well, so the he's a serial killer, right? Yeah. No, he has no emotions. <laughs> he's a pure sociopath. He doesn't know what emotions are supposed to look like. He's got sure We have sectoral bargaining so that unions from the auto workers all the way to fast food workers can ensure that we improve workers' conditions and make sure that every American has a living wage. Was it, was it Thank you, not Senator. Him, right? There's no way, right? No. There's no way. No. For you, how would you convince GM to bring production back to the United States from Mexico? I've met with these members of the UAW who are striking outside of facilities in Cincinnati, oh, in Morristown, no. Ohio, which has just been devastated, decimated by GM and their malfeasance, and I say, uh, paying effectively zero yeah. in taxes Excuse last me. year. The people of Ohio <laughs> investing tens of millions of dollars <laughs> in the infrastructure around there. What they want is a shot. Um, and they want fairness in how we treat workers 
in this country, which they are not receiving today. Part of the way to do that is through our trade deals, making sure that if we trade with Mexico, Mexican workers are allowed to join unions, which they are effectively unable to do today. Not only is that bad for the Mexican worker, it puts the American worker at a competitive disadvantage. If we complement that with investment in world-class pre-K through 12 public education, get behind our world-class public school educators, if we make sure that cost is not an object to be able to attend college, and if we elevate the role of unions in this country and create more than five million apprenticeships over the next eight years, we will make sure that every single American has a shot. They don't want a what handout, are you? they don't want a job guarantee, they just yes, want a they shot. Yes, they do want a job guarantee. I will give them that they shot. Just want to thank you, Congressman. We're just going to give them some a trade and maybe... That's a Hillary Clinton shit. He just broke my Hillary Clinton plans. Let's teach him to code. ...wealth and the bottom 90% combined. Senator Sanders. When you introduced your wealth tax, which would tax the assets of the wealthiest Americans, you yeah. said, quoting you, Senator, billionaires should not exist. Is the goal of your plan to tax billionaires out of existence? Yes. When you have a half a million Americans sleeping out on the street today, when you have 87 people, 87 million people uninsured or underinsured, when you got hundreds of thousands of kids who cannot afford to go to college, and millions struggling with the oppressive burden of student debt. He's the, like, I love the and on the screen. Like it's, a, like it's a question. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck yeah. More wealth than the bottom half of American society. That is a moral and economic outrage. And the truth is, we cannot afford to continue this level of income and wealth inequality. And we cannot afford a billionaire class whose greed and corruption has been at war with the working families of this country for 45 years. So if at you're least. asking me, do I think we should demand that the wealthy start paying the wealthiest, top one-tenth of one percent, start paying their fair share of taxes so we can create a nation and a government that works for all of us? Yes, that's exactly what I believe. Thank you, Senator. Hero. Mr. Sire. You Ooh. are the lone billionaire on this stage. Oh. What's your plan for closing the income gap? Well, first of all, let me say this. Senator Sanders is right. I shouldn't there exist. Have been 40 years <laughs> yeah. where corporations have bought this government, and those 40 years have been... Are we sure he's not a spooky ghost? Yeah. Look at that face. People ...and specifically unorganized... I've people. seen him on Haunted Mansion, right? Oh, yeah. ...and are as shameful... He's definitely one of the heads. Oh, yeah. Both in terms of assets and in terms of income. It's absolutely wrong. It's absolutely undemocratic. Careful, or Tom Steyer will follow you home. <laughs> ...to propose a wealth tax. <laughs> I would undo every Republican tax cut for rich people and major corporations. But there's something else going on here that is absolutely shameful. And that's the way the money gets split up in terms of earnings. As a result of taking away the rights of working people in organized labor, people haven't had a raise. 90% of Americans have not had a raise a point. for 40 years. If you took the minimum wage from 1980 and just adjusted it for inflation, yes. you get 11 bucks. It's seven and a quarter. If you included the productivity gains of American workers, it'd be over 20 bucks. There's something wrong here, and that is that the corporations have bought our government. Our government has failed. That's why I'm running for president, because we're not going to get any of the policies that everybody on this stage wants. Health care, education, Green New Deal, Thank or a living Sire. wage, unless we break the power of these corporations. I'm Thank you, Mr. Point. Sire. Yeah. Vice President Biden. 
You have warned against demonizing rich people. Do you believe God, that you Senator suck. Sanders and Senator Warren's wealth tax plans do that? No, look, I, uh, demonizing wealth people, what I talked about is how you get things done. And the way you get things done is take a look at the tax code right now. The idea we have to start rewarding work, not just wealth. I would eliminate the capital gains tax. That in, I, would, I would raise the capital gains tax to the highest rate of 39.5%. Oh, no, boy. Go home, Joe. Why in God's name should someone who's in the stock market make, in fact, pay a lower tax rate than someone who, in fact, is, uh, like I said, the, a school teacher and a firefighter? Like you said. And they pay a lower tax. Secondly, the idea that we, in fact, Secondly. engage in this notion <laughs> that there are one Thirdly, trillion, there's $1 trillion, $640 billion in tax loopholes. You can't justify a minimum $600 billion of that. We can eliminate it all. I could go into so he's gonna, his goal time. is to fix the loopholes. Yeah. Cool. What we need to so is Trump. So is Hillary. They all say they want to get rid of loopholes. Some of the loopholes never go away. We are going to weird the wealthy. We're going to reduce tax burdens on those who are not. And this is one of the reasons why these debates are kind of crazy. Don't, well, I don't need my taxes to squeeze lower. everything into every Raise their taxes. that is given. The fact is, everybody's right about the fact that the fourth industrial revolution is costing jobs. It is. The fact is also corporate greed. If they're going back and not investing in their employees, they're reinvesting and buying back their stock. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. So Thank you, Mr. Vice thing. President. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, what the fuck? Our values as a country. Show me your tax plans, and we'll know what your values are. And right now, in America, the top one tenth of one percent. We're all in Bernie's so world right now. Yeah. Understand this: that if we put a two cent tax on their fifty millionth and first dollar, and on every dollar after that. We would have enough money to provide universal child care for every baby in this country, age zero to five. Universal pre-K for every child. Raise the wages of every child care worker and preschool teacher in America. Provide for universal tuition-free college. Put $50 billion into historically black colleges and universities. Thank and you, cancel, Senator Warren. No, let me finish, please. And cancel student loan debt for 95% of the people who have it. How about 100%? My question yeah. is not why, Look, why Bernie and I support a wealth tax. It's why is it does everyone else on mm. this stage think it is more important to protect billionaires than it nice. is to invest in an entire generation of Americans? Thank you, Senator Warren. No Mayor, Buttigieg. Mayor Buttigieg, your response. I'm all for a wealth tax. I'm all for just about everything that was just mentioned in these answers. Let me tell you, though, from oh, this good. looks, from the industrial Already, motherfucker. I Washington politicians, congressmen and senators, saying all the right things, offering the most elegant... Why don't you say any of the right things? Yeah. And nothing changes. Gerbil-tooth little fuck. I didn't even realize it was unusual to have empty factories that I would see out the windows of my dad's Chevy Cavalier when he drove me to school. I didn't know that wasn't every city until I went away to college. Now, I drive my own Chevy. It's a Chevy Cruze. Used to be built right in Lordstown, which is now... Oh, fuck off. That this God. Has made to workers. But why did workers take Could the sniper just take him out right now? Tulsi, Tulsi, do your job. Nobody yeah. was willing to actually do anything. And while he's unquestionably made it dramatically worse, 
This is time to realize that we're paying attention to the wrong things. We're like, paying who the fuck let Pinocchio get into politics? What if he just becomes a spokesman for Chevy Cruz's? I want to give a reality check here to Elizabeth because no one on this stage wants to protect billionaires. Not even the billionaire wants to protect billionaires. Uh, we just Except have different approaches. Your idea what? is not the only idea. And when I look What's at your idea? Donald Trump, the guy that after that What's uh, your tax idea? bill passed, went to Mar-a-Lago, got together right. with his What's your idea? and said, guess what, you guys all got a lot richer. That was the one time in his presidency he told the truth. What's your idea? In different ways, I would repeal significant portions of that tax bill that helped the rich, including oh, what he did with the corporate Because people weren't too fucking rich under Obama. Yeah. So we're going to go back to that. Fuck you. You got a lot of money. Not enough. Pay for that child care. Protects that dignity of work. Make sure we have Protect decent retirement. And make sure that our kids can go to Thank good you. schools. Senator, make sure our kids can go to good schools. What does that even fucking mean? Please respond. So understand, taxing income is not going to get you where you need to be the way taxing wealth does. That the rich are not like you and me. The really, really billionaires are making their money off their accumulated wealth, and it just keeps growing. We need a wealth tax in order to make investments in the next generation. Look, I understand that this is hard, but I think as Democrats, we are going to succeed when we dream big and fight hard, not when we dream small and quit before we get started. Oh, I'd like to respond to that. Senator Klobuchar, respond you know, I, I think simply because you have different ideas doesn't mean you're fighting for regular people. I wouldn't even be up on this stage what? if it wasn't for unions and the dignity of work. If my grandpa so what are you gonna do about it? In those mines, he wouldn't Fucking have lazy bitch. If my mom didn't have unions, that as a teacher, she wouldn't have been able to make the wages she made when my. And why does the unions have any power? So just because we have different giant wealthy corporations that are crushing them. The same yeah. place in terms of beating Donald Trump and taking this on. Getting rid of tax Ohio. cuts isn't gonna fix we that. We can win Ohio in the presidency, but only if we unite. If we unite around. Fuck winning Ohio. And don't go fighting against each other and instead it's a fucking primary senator harris you want to give working families a tax credit of up to six thousand dollars a year to help close the income gap right. is that a better solution than a wealth tax no well, not, not even close about it. um when i was growing up um my mother raised my sister and me we would often come home from school before she came home from work she'd come home she'd cook dinner and um at some point we'd go to bed and she'd sit up <laughs> at the kitchen table Trying cool. To how to make it all work. Cool. And when I think about so, uh, wealth right tax now in 2020, yeah. I do believe justice is on the ballot. It's on the ballot in terms of impeachment. It's on the ballot in terms so of what about the wealth justice, tax? health justice, and so many other issues. What about the wealth tax? So when I think about this issue, I'm thinking about that dad who tonight is going to be sitting at his kitchen table after everyone's gone to sleep. Well, that's a guy that's got 800 kitchen tables. How about we take some of his tables work. away? He's probably yeah. sitting there deciding that on that minimum wage job that does not pay enough for him to meet the bills at the end of the month, he's going to have to start driving an Uber. And what does that mean? That means that with those two jobs, he's going to miss his kid's soccer game. So how about the that's wealth tax? That's the reality for Americans today. How about the wealth which tax? Which is why, yes, when I, pass, when I get elected and, and pass this bill, which will give the American family who makes less than $100,000 a year 
a tax credit of up to $6,000 a year that they can take home at up to $500 a month, that's going to make a real difference in that man's life. And don't tell mm -hmm. him that's not a big bank. You know what will be more? Taking a wealth tax. Your response. Would you oppose a wealth tax? Senator Warren is 100% right that we're in the midst of the most extreme winner-take-all economy in history. And a wealth tax makes a lot of sense in principle. The problem is that it's been tried in Germany, France, Denmark, Sweden, and all those countries ended up repealing it because it had massive implementation problems and did not generate the revenue that they projected. If we can't learn from the failed experiences of um, other countries, what can we learn from? We, we should not what? be looking to Don't let rich people make laws? Uh, mistakes. Instead, we should look at what Germany, France, Denmark, and Sweden still have, which is a value-added tax. If we give the American people a tiny slice of every Amazon yeah. sale, every oh, Google search, every, Fuck. Robot, oh. every Facebook ad, we can generate hundreds of billions of dollars and then put it into our hands because we know best how to use it. Thank you. Thank you. Congressman O'Rourke, do you think a wealth tax is the best way to address income inequality? Your response? I think Fuck it's yes. a solution. But I think we need to be focused on lifting people up. I wrote a punk rock song about it. Senator I want to stand on top of my podium. Focused on being punitive or, or pitting some part of the country against punitive. the other. Um, instead of lifting Take these people, wealthy people's sure money. This country comes together around those solutions. I think that's a much kinder option than the guillotine, which is my preferred option. Yes. My preferred option is you kill those motherfuckers, take all of their money and their skulls off of their bodies. Use them for decorations and for soccer balls. She wants to know how we are going to help her. How we're going to make sure that her child has the care that she needs, that we strengthen protections for those with disabilities, that she just has has to work one job because it pays a living wage. And Senator Warren said, show me your budget, show me your tax plan, and you'll show me your values. She has yet to describe her tax plan and whether or not that person I met would see a tax increase. Under my administration, if you make less than $250,000 a year as a family, you will not see a tax increase. That Thank family you, needs to know that. Let me well, say, I want to give Senator Warren a chance to respond. So, uh, I'm really shocked at the notion that anyone thinks I'm punitive. Uh, look, I don't have a beef with billionaires. My problem is you made a fortune in America. You had a great idea. You got out there and worked for it. Good for nope. you. Fuck but capitalism. you built that fortune in America. I guarantee you built it in part using workers all of us help pay to educate. You built it in part getting your goods to market on roads and bridges all of us help pay for. You built it at least in part protected by police and firefighters all of us help pay the salaries for. And all I'm saying is, you make it to the top, the top one-tenth of one percent, then pitch in two cents so every other kid in America has a chance to Senator, make it. Senator, thank you. That's Secretary Castro, about. your response? I just want to make sure that we're lifting up those families who are working and need help through an expanded earned income and tax credit. What is Fuck these tax credit bullshit? That is the point. This is universal child care for every baby in this country. Early educational opportunities for every yeah. child. Universal Fuck free this pay no where you live. What if you don't have a job? Three -year -old yeah. four -year -old tax credit's not gonna help. Will they see a tax increase? No, raising the wages of every Stop child care worker and preschool teacher in this country. This is about universal college, about investment in our HBCUs, 
about making sure that we get rid of the student loan debt burden. Thank that you, is Senator. Thank you, Senator. Secretary Castro, I want to get Secretary. Don't get with this tax shit. And you see that everybody has their own plans. And let me just say that, that the way that I view this is born out of my own experience. I grew up like I bet a lot of folks in this room grew up and folks that are watching on TV. Uh, I grew up with my twin brother Joaquin uh, in a single parent household where my mom was working hard to support us and also her mom, my grandmother. And we knew what it was like uh, to wonder whether we were going to be able to pay the rent at the first of the month or sometimes have the electricity turned off. And when I was a kid to look at the grocery list that seem to get shorter and shorter. And that's what's happening to a lot of families these days. I was in Las Vegas a few months ago and I visited people who were homeless, who were living in storm drainage tunnels under the Las Vegas Strip in the shadow of hotels and casinos that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars where people from around the world are spending so much money on vacations. We can do better than that. I believe that a wealth inequality tax, as I've proposed, is part of the answer, but also I've proposed an inheritance tax raising the top marginal Thank tax you, rate Secretary. and investing in things Thank like you, universal child care Senator Booker, please housing. respond. Well, first of all, I just want to respond by, you know, we've got one shot to make Donald Trump a one-term president. And how we talk about each other ah, in this debate cheers. actually really matters. I, I've had the privilege of working with or being friends with everybody on this stage and tearing each other down because we have a different plan. It's a primary. You goofy-ass goober. It didn't work in 2016. Yes, it did. And it will be disaster for us. It worked absolutely in 2016. So That's why Bernie's here. I have a different plan <laughs> than uh, Elizabeth Warren. I have a different plan than many people on this stage. And it involves, again, fair taxes for the richest. We have a lot of work to do there, but we've had 20 years. What does that mean, fair taxes for the riches? <laughs> And we have never talked about the violence in America of child poverty. We have got to begin to talk more eloquently and more persuasively and urgently about doing the things, not just to make sure fair taxes are paid by people on the top, but that we deal with the moral obscenity of having the highest levels of child poverty in the industrial world. Great way to take care of it. Take those rich people's money. And these are some of the issues. <laughs> and their skulls. Not ourselves just by what we're against. But we need if to Jeff this Bezos no longer had a skull, we'd uh -huh. all be better off. We've got to take a quick yeah. break, uh, take a quick oh, break right now. The CNN New York Times debate live from Otterbein in the University oh, of Ohio. Oh, wow. Oh, all right. Break time. Oh, fucking hell. Jeez. This thing's going to kill me. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it definitely is. Lying fuckers. <laughs> I can't. Uh, Dan, i got a book in front of me yeah, here. Okay, what book uh, you <laughs> It's uh, 3,000 questions about me. Oh. Um, Dan, do you know your own worth? Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Sure. <laughs> sure. Mm, I guess I do. Uh, do you know your own worth? <laughs> no, not uh, really, no. Ooh. Dan, you're very worthwhile. Thank you. You're Just so you know. You're a two friend. <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> uh, what is something that gave you buyer's remorse? Jeez. Oh, huh. Buyer, oh, what gave me buyer's remorse? I don't know. Oh. Uh huh. Um, I'll say uh, up until yesterday, um, that uh, pizza peel because I had no way to store it because it's so fucking big. Oh. Uh, but then I bought this little uh, um uh, um uh, uh, broom holder thing, so it's t attached to the wall now. Oh, okay. Well, but so now it's taken care of. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, mine it comes apart, so I can. Uh, mine does not. I can stick it in the. Uh, yeah. Cover. And it's too wide to fit in any cabinet I own. Yeah, you, that's. That's a pizza shovel. 
It really is. That's what that is. You have I, a pizza It's trouble. hard to tell on Amazon. You just see a photo. It's not... You, you don't see it in comparison to other things. Yeah, you have a shovel yeah, that you happen to put a pizza on. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. It's great. I love it, but it's, oh, it, it was just yeah. real awkward. But now it hangs on the wall like a shovel should. This is my pizza shop. Yeah, a little buyer's orange, but now I'm now I'm okay with it. Yeah, no, I I think it's great. It yeah, makes you look official. <laughs> Real yeah. fancy. Yeah. Any buyer's remorse, Dan? Uh, you know, I'm sure I've had you know just no. random electronics that you buy and no. it doesn't work. No. You know. Um, definitely not my new uh, water pick. Um, uh, time travel up, guys. We'll be <laughs> yeah. talking about it on the uh, upcoming episode, and you'll get to nice. hear how hilarious the packaging is. Um, spoiler alert for next up. Um, have you ever been to Legoland? Yes, I have. I have not. A times. Um, what is your favorite sandwich? Great question. Love this. Oh, well, I, I like a good uh, pastrami and rye. Oh, nice. Nice yeah, sandwich. How about yourself? I mean, obviously I have to go barbecue. I think that's a given. Oh, barbecue yeah. sandwich. Yeah. I mean, it's like Tennessee barbecue with like the vinegar-based hot sauce uh, mm. with some mayo. Like, keep it simple. That's a great sandwich. And, and when you say barbecue, you mean pork. I guess pulled Just pork for barbecue. Who doesn't speak Tennessee? Right, absolutely. <laughs> um, if we're going away from uh, a pulled pork barbecue situation, I would say Cuban. Cuban's a good sandwich. Oh yeah, absolutely. great sandwich. <laughs> Do you think Bigfoot is real? <laughs> um, no, no, of course not. <laughs> Uh, uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> what reality TV show do you think it would be fun to appear on? Oh, uh, I, I, a game show where I make a lot of money. Oh, that's a goodie. I was gonna say the short-lived. By short-lived, I mean one season of I Pity the Fool, Mr. T's reality oh, show. Oh yeah, in which uh, he helps people <laughs> with like with like a life coach, basically. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. It was great. I yeah, uh, yeah I, I I bought them on iTunes back in the day, and nice. so there's still I still every time once you know I like I yeah. load iTunes or something it pops you up again. It. I'm like, oh, I'll watch those great. again someday. Um, what do you love about winter? Everything. It's cold. Yeah, it's great. What is a big obstacle are harmful for new marriages today? Big obstacle for new marriages today. Oh, I I mean, like maybe social media, like like being on your phone a lot or something. Could be, could be. I mean, that's probably more of a Mm. new relationship than just marriage. Yeah, Um, rampant uh, wealth inequality. There you go. (laughs) Fuck those billionaires. Yeah. Uh, do you feel younger or older than your actual age? Always older. I'm 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 an old man. I, I accept it. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm both in in different ways. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is something you're really good at but hate doing? I don't know. Editing podcasts. Fair <laughs> <laughs> enough. It's my curse. There you go. Gift in your curse. In Westerville, Ohio. We're going to turn now to foreign policy. President Trump ordered the withdrawal of all American forces from northern Syria, abandoning America's longtime Kurdish allies. As a result, Turkey has now invaded Syria. ISIS detainees have escaped, and the Kurds have announced a new deal with the government of Damascus, a victory for Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad and Russia and Iran. Vice President Biden, we know you would not have withdrawn troops from northern Syria in this way, but that is already in process. So would you send American troops back into northern Syria 
to prevent an ISIS resurgence and protect our Kurdish allies. Oh. I would not have withdrawn the troops, and I would not have withdrawn the additional thousand troops who are in Iraq, which are in retreat now, being fired on by, a shot, by Assad's people, and the President of the United States saying, if those, if those ISIS folks escape from the prisons they're in, they'll only go to Europe and won't affect us. It has been the most shameful thing that, I've, that any president has done in modern history. <clears throat> Excuse me. In terms of foreign policy. Are his teeth falling out again? Is, <laughs> I've never seen a time, and I've spent thousands of hours in the situation. I think his teeth are falling out. Around in those very places, in Syria eye, and in Iraq. His eyeball and guess what? Explode. Our commanders across the board, <laughs> former and present, are ashamed of what's happening here. What I would do is I would be making it real clear to Assad that, in fact, we're, he's going to have a problem because Turkey is the real problem here. And I would be having a real lockdown conversation huh? with Erdogan and letting him know that he's going to pay a heavy price for what he has done. Now, pay that price. Just to clarify, Mr. Vice President, would you want American troops back in northern I Syria? I would want those thousand troops to be protected by air cover, those thousand troops that are being having to withdraw under fire, make it clear that they're not going anywhere, and have them protected and work my way back toward what in fact needs to be done, protecting those Kurds. They lost their lives. This is shameful, shameful what this man has done. Congresswoman Gabbard, last week you <laughs> said yeah, so it looks like I'm should get out of yeah. Syria now. You don't agree with how the president handled the withdrawal. What would you have done differently? How would you have pulled out troops without the bloodshed we're seeing now? Well, first of all, we've got to understand the reality of the situation there, which is that the slaughter of the Kurds being done by Turkey is yet another negative consequence of the regime change war that we've been waging in Syria. Donald Trump has the blood of the Kurds on his hand, but so do many of the politicians in our country from both parties who have supported this ongoing regime change war in Syria that started in 2011, along with many in the mainstream media who have been championing and cheerleading this regime change war. Not only that, but uh, New York Times and CNN have mm. also smeared veterans like myself Ugh. for calling for an end to this regime change war. Uh, just call that pandering. The New York Times put out a, an article saying that I'm a, a Russian asset oh. and an Assad apologist and all these different smears. This morning a CNN commentator said on national television that I'm an asset of Russia. Completely despicable. As president, I will end these regime change wars by doing two things ending the draconian sanctions that are really a modern-day siege, the likes of which we are seeing Saudi Arabia wage against Yemen that have caused tens and thousands of Syrian civilians to die and to starve. And I would make sure that we stop supporting terrorists like Al-Qaeda in Syria who've been the ground force in this ongoing regime Even change. Even when I agree with her, she's just I'd not like going to deliver a point. Warren, yeah. she would join me in calling for an end to this regime change war in Syria, finally. she actually knows foreign policy. I mean, you can tell. So look, yeah. I think that we ought to get out of the Middle East. I don't think we should have troops in the Middle East, but we have to do it the right way, the smart way. Uh, what this president nah. has done is that he has sucked up to dictators. He has made impulsive decisions that often his own team doesn't understand. He has cut and run on our allies, and he has enriched himself at the expense of the United States of America. In Syria, he has created a bigger than ever humanitarian crisis. 
He has helped ISIS get another foothold, a new lease on life. I sit on the Armed Services Committee. I talk with our military leaders about you, this. Sir. I was in Iraq and went through the neighborhoods that ISIS destroyed. We need to get out, but we need to do this through a negotiated Maybe solution. Maybe talk to Bernie Sanders for a second. military yeah. solution. Mayor Buttigieg's region. Mayor Buttigieg, like many of your fellow candidates Ugh. on the stage, you've been calling for an end to endless wars. I'm ready to take What's points your away already. Yeah. What's he got to say? Well, respectfully, Congresswoman, I think that is dead wrong. The slaughter going on in Syria is not a consequence of American presence. It's a consequence of a withdrawal and a betrayal. Oh, fuck by you. President of American allies and American values. Look, I didn't think we should have gone to Iraq in the first place. I think we need to get out of Afghanistan. But it's also the case that a small number of specialized special operations forces and intelligence capabilities were the only thing that stood between that part of Syria and what we're seeing now, which is the beginning of a genocide and the resurgence of ISIS. Meanwhile, soldiers in the field are reporting that for the first time they feel ashamed, ashamed Pandering. of what their country has done. They so should. The spectacle, the horrifying sight of a woman with the lifeless body of her child in her arms asking what the hell happened to American leadership. And when I was deployed, I knew one of the Ugh. things keeping my, me safe was the fact that the flag on my shoulder represented a country known to keep its word. And our What the fuck are you talking about? You take that away, you are taking away what makes America, America. Well, then America isn't America. Yeah. A much more dangerous place. Congresswoman Gabbard, your response. Absolutely. So really what you're Get saying, him. Get uh, him. Mayor Get him. is that you would continue to support having U.S. troops in Syria for an indefinite period of time to continue this regime change war that has caused so many refugees to flee Syria, <sighs> that you would continue to have our country involved in a war that has undermined our national security. You would continue this policy of the U.S. actually providing arms and support to terrorist Break groups them, baby, in team. Syria, like <laughs> Al-Qaeda, HTS, Al-Nusra, and others, because they are the ones Sniper. who have been the ground Sniper. force in this regime change war. That's really what you're saying. Mayor, be, Mayor no, you can embrace, or you can put an end to endless war without embracing Donald Will Trump's you end policy the regime change war is the question. What we are doing what is an endless war if it's not yet another regime change Please. war? Please allow him to respond. What we are doing, or what we were doing in Syria, was keeping our word. Part of what makes it possible for the United States to get people to put their lives on the line to back us up is the idea that we will back them up too. When I was deployed, not just the, the Afghan National Army forces, but the janitors put their lives on the line just by working with U.S. forces. I would have a hard time today looking an Afghan civilian or soldier in the eye after what just happened over there. And it is undermining the honor of our soldiers. What? Take away the honor of our soldiers. <laughs> I would have a hard time looking. I would have a hard time looking at Janner in the eye of Afghanistan. Yeah. Weird. Because you're so short. We're dishonoring the Janners. Like, is is Turkey still a U.S. ally? Should they remain in NATO? I'm sorry. Is again? Turkey still a U.S. ally? Should they remain in NATO? No, Turkey is not a U.S. ally when they invade uh, another country and engage Bold. in mass slaughter. Bold. The crisis here, as I think Joe said, never pizza, is when you begin to betray people, and in terms of the Kurds, 11,000 of them died fighting ISIS, 20,000 were wounded. And the United States said, we're with you, we're standing with you. And then suddenly one day, after a phone call with Erdogan, announced by tweet, 
Trump reverses that policy. Now you tell me what country in the world will trust the word of the President of the United States. In other words, what he has done is wreck our ability to do foreign policy, to do military policy, because nobody in the world will believe this pathological liar. But this, this is really important because what this president has done shows that American leadership shapes the behavior of our allies, or sometimes allies too. Remember, the problem right now is not just that with our competitors. And for example, a place like China, the people of Hong Kong rise up for democracy and don't get a peep of support from the president. It's not just the behavior of adversaries like Russia. He's really swinging for the fences today. Yeah, yeah. Like Saudi Arabia. I mean, he's got to. Which well, this is, yeah, this is the last time anyone will have ever heard of him. as we all Hopefully. knew, for murdering and dismembering an American resident and journalist, and Turkey, which was an American ally. That's the point. We had leverage, but when we abandoned the international stage, when He's we think so much our only airtime. choices are yeah, between endless like Bernie Sanders. isolation, the consequence is the Come disappearance on. of U.S. leadership from the world stage, Senator, and that makes this entire world a more dangerous place. Senator Klobuchar, should Turkey oh. remain in NATO? We need Your to response. work with our allies to work with Turkey and bring them out. This is an outrageous what? thing that happened here, and I think bring, we need what? to talk about this uh, not only in terms out. of the horror of what happened here with Turkey, but the fact that our president blew it, and now he's too proud to say it, and what do we do now? We continue that humanitarian aid, but then we work with our allies to say, come back, Turkey, and stop this, because what Mayor Pete has come just back, said Turkey. is true. Think about <laughs> our other allies, Israel. How do they feel right now? Donald Trump pandering to Israel when they are a beacon of democracy in the Mideast. Think Fuck about Israel. our allies in Europe when he pulls out of the Iranian it's a genocidal apartheid state holding the bag <laughs> and gives the power to China and Russia. Thank you, sir. Think about the nuclear agreement with Russia that he precipitously pulled out of. This is part of a pattern. It's not an isolated Thank incident. You, sir. What are these hand gestures? Uh, uh, given that the U.S. abandoned our Kurdish allies, what would you do as <laughs> president to convince the rest of the world that we can still be trusted? That's a great question, Anderson, because the command of the United yeah. States of America has as one of her greatest priorities but what I really want to talk about is to concern herself yeah. with the security of our nation and homeland. I serve on the Senate Intelligence Committee. I have over a period of time received classified information about the threats to our security and hotspots around the world. What, what has really happened want to talk in Syria about. is yet again Donald Trump selling folks out. And in this case, he sold out the Kurds, who, yes, fought with us and thousands died in our fight against ISIS. And let's be clear, what Donald Trump has done because of that phone call with Erdogan is basically giving 10,000 ISIS fighters a get-out-of-jail-free card. And you know who the winner is in this? There are four. Russia, Iran, Assad, and ISIS. This is a crisis of Donald Trump's making, and it is on a low list of crises yeah. of Donald Trump's one. making, and that's why we'll so you got to go, right now. and when I am Commander-in-Chief, we will stop this madness. Secretary Castro, uh, she actually said on topic for the whole podcast. Yeah. the question of how are we going to get people to trust us again. The first thing is, we got to boot no. Donald Trump out of the Oval Never. Office so that people will trust us again. Um, you know, I also want people to think the folks this week that saw those images of ISIS to think about how absurd it is that this president is caging kids on the border and effectively letting ISIS prisoners run free. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. He has made a tremendous mistake, a total disaster there in Syria. And just to connect the dots for a second, if you're Kim Jong-un, for instance, 
Why in the world would you believe anything that this president says to contain your nuclear weapons program when he tore up an Iran nuclear agreement that we just signed four years Why ago? Why does Kim Jong Un need to believe us? To contain Iran's nuclear weapons program, and now he's abandoned the very people that we gave our word to. I would make sure that we we work with our allies to pressure Thank Syria you. to stop the aggression, uh, and I support efforts at stronger sanctions than this president has announced. Thank you, Mr. Secretary. Senator Booker, the American intelligence. Yeah. says that Russia is trying to capitalize on the power battles around the world as we're seeing right now <laughs> in Syria. <laughs> what specifically would you do as president to check Vladimir Putin's power on the world stage? So first of all, understand that this president is turning the leadership of this country into a dumpster fire. We, we literally have great generals like Mattis. Oh, fuck States, you. United States of America, there can be great no generals like Mattis. And no better, and no greater enemy than the United States of America. This president has turned that upside down. Great generals, I'm going to count now that pandering to the military. To undermine our critical alliances and partner with Russia. And so clearly to your, uh, to your question, number one, we cannot allow the Russians to continue to grow in influence by abandoning the world stage. We cannot allow Russia to not only interfere in the democracies of the Ukraine and Latvia and Lithuania, but even not calling them out for their efforts to interfere in this democracy are unacceptable. Russia and Putin understand strength. And this president, time and time again, is showing moral weakness. He makes promises to the American people that he's going to protect this nation. Well, instead of doing something to defeat ISIS, he's now given them a foothold again. This is an American president that even right now is lying to the American public and saying he's bringing our troops home. At the same time, he's increasing troop presence with the Saudis and while they're involved in an unjust war that is killing tens of thousands of children in Yemen. This president is making us less safe. He is partnering more with Putin than he is with Merkel and Macron. And as my as President of the United States, I will stop this and restore American integrity abroad. Thank you, Senator Vice President. I think I maybe doesn't make me any better or worse, but maybe the only person who spent extensive time alone with Putin as well as with Erdogan. And Erdogan understands that you talk about should he stay in or out of NATO. He understands that he's out of NATO, he's in real trouble. But the fact of the matter is we have been unwilling in this administration because we have an erratic crazy president who knows not a damn thing about foreign policy and operates out of fear for his own re-election. What, think what's happened. The fact of the matter is you have Russia influencing and trying to break up NATO. What does the president do? He says, I believe Vladimir Putin. I believe Vladimir Putin. I don't believe our intelligence. Just Vladimir Putin. Point for Bernie. Yeah, absolutely. Think what that did. He turns around and he questions whether or not he'll keep the sacred commitment of Article 5 for the NATO members. If he is really. There's a chance that Biden thought he was Putin, though. Yes, he's very NATO. Our security will be vastly underrated. Under We will be in real. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. That has not been the policy to change the regime. It has been to make sure that the regime did not wipe out. Hundreds and thousands of innocent people between there and the and Iraqi border. <laughs> but lastly, what is happening in Iraq 
is going to is what is teeth just in fell? Afghanistan oh god as well yeah. as all the way over to Syria I want those teeth to fall we have ISIS it's going to come he's got to apply denture cream each, uh, each break damage the United States of America that's why we got involved in the first place and not ceded the whole area to Assad and to the Russians Thank you, Mr. Vice President. Uh, Congressman O'Rourke, Senate Democrats put out a report last year on Russia's hostile actions around the world. They suggest the next president could fight back by publicly revealing what the U.S. knows about Putin's corruption and work with allies to freeze his bank accounts. Would you take either of those actions what? even in the face of possible retaliation? Fuck yes, yeah, we rock. must be unafraid of Fuck ensuring yeah. that we hold Russia accountable also, for invading check out this the world's trick. greatest Whoa. democracy. Yeah. And being able to do it, thanks to Donald Trump, functionally, with impunity so far, so much so that they are invading I'm sure some of this is in right Russia now, conspiracy stuff, but it's at the so vague. Yeah, it's so if there are not consequences, we will continue to see this problem going forward. But in addition, yademas, to answer the previous question that you oh, asked, boy. how do we stand up to Russia on the global stage? We do that by renewing our alliances and Listen our to Robert Francis. That is yeah. what makes America stronger. There isn't enough money in this country. There aren't enough service members as brave and courageous as they oh. are to do everything that we want to accomplish around the world. And the Kurds are case in point. In You're fact, murderers. because we turned our backs on them, those Kurds who fought for us in Syria, help to defeat ISIS, not just for themselves, but for the United States of America. It oh, makes it more what? likely that we will have to send another generation of service members to fight those battles there. And then lastly, as General Mattis, who was invoked earlier, has said, we have two powers. Stop quoting Mattis. And one of inspiration. We need to now focus on that latter power and make sure that we invest in diplomacy in our State Department and peacefully and nonviolently resolving our foreign policy goals, not on the backs of 18 and 19 and 20 year olds anymore, but making sure that our diplomats are invested in, have the focus necessary by this next president to make sure that they can accomplish those goals for Thank this you, country and for the world. Thank you, Congressman. Mr. Steyer, would you publicly reveal what the U.S. knows about Putin's corruption or work to freeze his bank accounts? Please respond. Absolutely. As far as I'm concerned, Mr. Trump, I love the everything's like first. Yeah, I'll do it. Which involves having no plans, having no process, having no He looks like he should be a character in a 1950s sitcom. Yeah, he's proved to be a disaster in terms of our response. Now listen, Mr. attacking our democracy. And more than that, when we look at the problems around the world, the idea that the United States is going to act unilaterally against a country without the support of our traditional Stop allies looking into the camera. makes weird. absolutely no sense. Let's go to the most important international problem that we're facing, which no one has brought up, which is climate. We can't solve the climate crisis in the United States by ourselves. It's an international crisis. I've been working on it for 10 years, taking on the corporations, but we have to work with our allies yeah. and our frenemies around the world. He's doing the so best with what he gets. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, he's been bought by the oil and gas companies. But any problem like, that we're going like to specifically climate, we're going to have to lead the yeah. world. Our heroes are. Oh, technologically I keep forgetting she exists. This is the proof God, I hate her. that this I kind hate her of so America much. first, go it alone, trust nobody, and be untrustworthy is you the see Bill Maher like idea saying I've ever she should be the candidate. Would change it on what? day one. Oh yeah, Bill Maher is like, I think Klobuchar is the way to go. Uh, Mr. Yang, your response idiot. to Putin in Russia. Of course, uh, we have to look at the chain of events. How did of we get here? 
The fact it's is, math. of course we should. We should so also give everyone one thousand dollars down this dangerous path with, with erratic and unreliable um, foreign policy. Actually, I'm a we muppet. Um, <laughs> we get it. We've tampered with other elections. You've tampered with our elections, and now it has to stop. And if it does not stop, we will take this as an act of hostility against the American people. I believe most Americans would support me on this. But Russian hacking of our democracy is an illustration of the 21st century threats. Are we sure he's not Ernie from Sesame Street? Yeah, well, I think if he unbuttons that one button, which he shouldn't do, it's uh, like, hello, it's false. Yeah. Well, I think he'll, like, go down two octaves. Because that shirt is too tight. It's so weird. Testified at Congress the nature of the questioning. As Commander in Chief, I will help pull us forward. Thank you, Robberdocky. You're the one. Robberdocky. I don't see a moral equivalency between our country and Russia. Uh, Vladimir Putin is someone who what? has shot down planes over Ukraine, who has poisoned his opponent, and we have not These talked about what gestures. we need to do to protect ourselves from Russia invading our election. This wasn't meddling. That's what I do when I present? call my daughter yeah. on a Saturday night and ask her what she's doing. Sorry. Yeah, this was much weirdo. more serious than that. This was actually invading our election. So to protect ourselves in 2020, what well, we need, one, backup paper ballots in every single state. That is the bill well, that I need. What she wants more than anything is to call Nelson's manager right now. Stopping that yeah. from happening. President Karen. Stop the social media <laughs> companies from running I want to speak to Vladimir Putin's manager. In rubles without <laughs> having to say, where those ads came from and who paid for them. That's the Honest Ads Act. That's a bipartisan bill that I lead. And we can't wait Thank to you, become Senator. president oh. to get that done. We need to get it done now. Thank, Thank you, Senator. You. We want to turn back to domestic issues and she the smug smile again. Yeah. She says something in great. Country. We're and less than 100 miles from Dayton, no, Ohio. Never. She's never said anything good. A gunman killed nine people using an AR-15 style weapon with a high-capacity magazine. Uh, right, Congressman right. O'Rourke, in the last mm -hmm. debate, you said, quote, hell Fuck yes, yeah. you're going to take your AR-15 <laughs> or AK-47, but when you were asked how you'd enforce a mandatory buyback, you said police wouldn't be going door to door. So how exactly are you going to force people to give up their weapons? You don't even know who has those weapons. Look, we're going to make sure that huh. the priority is saving the lives of our fellow Americans. I think almost everyone on this stage agrees that it's not right and as president would seek to ban the sale of AR-15s and AK-47s. Is he standing weird or is one shoulder way higher than the other? Yeah, he, he's just standing there. Okay. You mentioned the massacre in, yeah, see, in Dayton. Started. Nine people killed well, in under 40 seconds. In El Paso, Texas, 22 He looks like a Picasso painting. Yeah. Three minutes. It's so and weird. I think it's the angle. I think it is too, but... begins with those weapons being too dangerous to sell, then it must continue by acknowledging with 16 million AR-15s and AK-47s out there, so, they're also how? How too dangerous to own. Picasso? Every single one of them is a potential instrument of terror. Just ask Hispanics in uh, Texas. Uh, Univision oh surveyed them. More than 80% mm. feared that they would be a victim of a mass terror attack like the one in El Paso that was targeted at Mexican-Americans and immigrants, inspired in part by this president's racism and hatred that he's directed at communities like mine in El Paso. So I expect my fellow Americans to follow the law, the same way that we enforce any provision, any law that we have right now. We don't go door-to-door okay. -door to do anything in this country to enforce the law. I expect Republicans, Democrats, gun owners, non-gun owners alike Congressman, to, to let respect me follow and up. follow the law. Just to follow up, your expectations aside, uh, your website says you will find people who don't uh, give up their weapons. That 
doesn't take those weapons off the street. So to be clear, exactly how are you going to take away weapons from people who do not want to give them up and you don't know where they are? If someone does not turn in an AR-15 or an AK-47, one of these weapons of war, or, or brings it out in public and, and brandishes it in an attempt to intimidate, as we saw when we were at Kent State uh, recently, then that weapon will be taken from them. Uh, if they persist, there will be other consequences from law enforcement. But the it expectation persists. is that Americans will follow law. I believe in this know? country. I believe in my fellow Americans. I believe that they will do the right thing. Thank you. Mr. Uh, Mayor Buttigieg, just yesterday you referred to mandatory buybacks as confiscation and said that Congressman O'Rourke has been picking a fight to try to stay relevant. Your response on that? Oh. Congressman, Congressman you just fight. made it clear that you don't know how this is actually going to take weapons off the streets. If you can develop the plan further, I think we can have a debate about it. But we can't wait. People are dying in the streets right now. We can't wait for universal background checks that we finally have a shot to actually get through. We can't wait to ban the sale of new weapons and high-capacity magazines so we don't wind up with millions more of these things on the street. We can't wait for red flag laws that are going to what? disarm domestic abusers and prevent suicides, which are not being talked about what nearly Ed enough Edge as a huge part of the gun violence says that, Okay, this guy doesn't know what he's going to do, do something. To but then Boot Edge Edge doesn't say how he's out God, I hate him. I hate him the most. I hate him the most. Of our fellow Americans. Because I don't take Kamala Harris seriously anymore at all. And, we've got to do and about it. Klobuchar and is also a joke. Are not mutually exclusive so I hate Boot Edge Edge the most. I want to make sure we have and Joe Biden's and brain is falling apart. We end the sale <laughs> of these weapons of war, but to use Biden the analogy of healthcare, it would be as though we said, look, we're, we're for primary care, but let's not talk about mental health care because that's a, a bridge too far. Pe people need that primary care now, so let's save that for another day. No, let's decide what we are going to believe in, what we are going to achieve, and let's bring this country together in order to do that. I Listening don't to my fellow Americans, about. to those moms who demand I action, think they're just to those talking. students who yeah. march for white noise. Fact, came up with this extraordinary I don't plan understand. that calls yeah. for mandatory buybacks. Let's follow yeah, their inspiration the and not be limited like, by the polls. They're both the doing impersonation of people having an argument. I don't know what they're disagreeing about. The problem is in the polls. The problem is the policy. And I don't need lessons What's your policy? from you on courage, political or personal. Um, Everyone on this stage is determined to get something done. Everyone on this stage recognizes, or at least I thought we did, that the problem is not other Democrats who don't agree with your smirks. particular yeah. idea of how to handle this. God, the problem is the National Rifle Association and their enablers in Congress, and we should be united in taking the fight to them. That's, that's, that's a mischaracterization, Anderson. I've got to answer this. Never took you or anyone else on who disagrees with me on this issue. But when you, Mayor Buttigieg, described this policy as a shiny object, uh, I don't care what that meant to me or my candidacy. But to those who have survived gun violence, those who've lost a loved so does Pete one, not want to take away the guns? AK-47, march he for our lives, does, but in the courage of students just, willing to stand up to the NRA and digging into the fact that a work isn't saying how he's going to do. That was a slap in the oh, face. All the whole thing. Of I, those groups and every single survivor. This is impenetrable. Mass casualty assault with an AR-15 and like, AK-47. I feel like I'm going insane. Oh yeah, you are. Is to actually deliver a solution. I'm glad you offered up. Keep drinking till it makes sense. This is really important. Good luck. We are at the cusp of building a new American majority to actually do things that congressmen and senators have been talking about with almost no impact for my entire Thank adult you, life. But what are you going to do? This is really important, okay? On, on guns, we are this close to an assault weapons ban. That would be huge. And we're going to get wrapped around the axle in a debate over whether it's 
hell yes, we're going to take your guns. We have an opportunity Thank to Mary. deliver. But if there's a ban, isn't that also taking them? saying it doesn't count. He basically just wants them to knock on every single door and be like, hey, do you have a, you know... Do you have an assault rifle? I'm so Look, confused. We're going to take it away. I'm so confused. about how we talk to each other and about each other and what this last week has shown. Uh, this young man in my neighborhood, I watched him grow up. Oh, I lived boy. in some high-rise um, projects with him named Todd, and he was murdered on my block last year with an assault rifle. Uh, I'm living with a sense of urgency on this problem because when I go home to my community, like millions of Americans, we live in communities where these weapons, where these gunshots are real every single day. You know, if he mentioned Rosario Dawson, he would go up like five points. Is. This is not oh, yeah. about leadership. Absolutely. With my girlfriend, Rosario Dawson, he would go up like between us. He, he would easily surpass Beto and courage on these issues. We all have courage, but it's frustrating that with the he American just said, by the way, I fuck Rosario Dawson. Agree on licensing. We don't need leadership right now. And then she'll come out with a statement and say, never has he touched it. Millions of Americans with this. I'm a beard. A I'm a beard. Nightmare where we're surrendering our freedom. I mean, if you come out of the closet, you'd be like, country. by the way, I'm gay. Time there you go. I mean, history. This fall, where we have go sent up. our children to school, the strongest nation on the planet Earth, and said to them, we can't protect you. Thank you so sir. in school, we're going to teach you how to hide. There are more so, duck and cover drills and shelter in place drills in America now than fire drills. Thank you, if sir. If I'm President of the United States, I will bring an urgency to this issue and Senator make sure that we end the scourge of, of mass violence in our Senator country. Klobuchar, Senator Warren, wow. uh, Senator Warren uh, supports a voluntary, uh, excuse me, Senator, uh, Senator Klobuchar, you, you support a, a voluntary buyback, if I'm correct, right. Uh, what is wrong with a mandatory buyback? I just keep thinking of how close we are to finally getting something done on this. Oh. Me and the mayor of Dayton. I met one of the survivors. Um, I'd rather from that get shooting. Shitty plans done than no killed. plans. The yeah. public is with Why? us on this in a big way. The majority of Trump voters want to see universal background checks right now. The majority of hunters want to see us move forward with gun safety legislation. There are three bills right now on Why Mitch McConnell's desk. Why can't we do all desk. of it? The background check bill. The My cowardice. The boyfriend loopholes so domestic abusers don't get guns. The bill to make it easier it for all. police to vet people before they get a gun. That's what we should be focusing on. We can focus on all of it. I just don't want to screw this up. When I'm you president, I do want to bring in an assault weapon ban. And I do want to put a limitation on magazines. But I'd so rather... In Dayton, Ohio, nah. will never happen hmm. again. But let's not but mess let's, this up. Let's, let's not. Let's so, not cry. Uh, so Warren, uh, you support a voluntary gun buyback of assault-style weapons as well. Why not a mandatory one? So, look, I want to get what works done. Uh, I want to use the method we used, for example, with machine guns. Uh, we registered them, we put in a huge penalty if you didn't register them, and a huge tax on them, and we let people turn them in, and it got machine guns out of the hands of people. But the problem here that we need to focus on is first how widespread gun violence is. As you've rightly identified, it's not just about mass shootings. It's what happens in neighborhoods all across this country. It is about suicide. It is about domestic violence. This is not going to be a one and done, that we do one thing or two things or three things and then we're done. We have to reduce gun violence overall. And the question we have to ask is, why hasn't it happened? You say we're so close. We have been so close. I stood in the United States Senate in 2013 
when 54 senators voted in favor of gun legislation so and it uh, didn't well, pass because of the yeah. filibuster. You know, the guy's been second to attack the or third or first the entire fucking time. Or the gun industry. They only let him talk about, like, healthcare and... Sir Harris, talk, you disagree with Senator Reid. That's about it. That's about it. You know, college shit. And Five million assault weapons are on the streets of America But today. what I'd really like to talk about... During the course of this debate, eight people will die from gun violence. But what I want to talk about is the president. The of young black men in America is gun violence more than the top other six reasons told. This is a serious matter. I have personally hugged more mothers of homicide victims than I care to tell you. I have looked at more autopsy photographs than I care to tell you. I have attended more police officer funerals than I care to tell you. I'm done and we need action and congress has had years to act and failed because they do not have the courage when i'm elected i'll give them a hundred days to pull their act together put a oh, bill on my desk for signature and if they don't i will take executive action why not get place What's a days? background check requirement and ban the importation of assault weapons into our country because it is time to act senator biden uh, uh, vice president biden your response I'm the only one on this stage who has taken on the NRA and beat them, and beat them twice. Why well, are you that Assault weapons off the, off the streets <laughs> and not be able to be sold <laughs> for 10 years. Recent studies show that mass violence went down when that occurred. The way it did... I'm the one that took on corn pops. <laughs> yeah. I like the chain. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to take guns for chains. Six foot chains. You must register that weapon. I said I apologize. You said you apologize and I apologize. I'd like the hood of it being used in vicious expedition. I'm calling you ass. I'm the only one that got... got To make sure that we could not have a magazine that had more than 10 rounds in it. I've done this. I know how to get it done. If you really want to get it done, go after the gun manufacturers and take back the exemption they have of not being able to be sued. Thank you, Mr. That Vice President. Secretary uh, Castro, the, the vast majority of homicides committed with a gun in this country are from handguns, not assault-style weapons. What's your plan to prevent those deaths? Uh, thank you very much for the question. You know, I grew up in neighborhoods where it wasn't uncommon to hear gunshots at night, and I can remember ducking into the backseat of a car when I was a freshman in high school uh, across the street from my school, my public school, because folks were shooting at each other. Um, you know, in the neighborhoods, uh, let me answer this question about voluntary versus mandatory. There are two problems I have with mandatory buybacks. Number one, folks can't define it. And if you're not going to door, door to door, then it's not really mandatory. But also, in the in the places that I grew up in, we weren't exactly looking for quibbling about going door to door. So stupid. And y'all like, saw a couple of days ago what happened so to if someone's at your door. Then you're going to give it up. Worth. Yeah, a I'm cop like, showed up at two in the morning at her house when she was playing video games with her net with her nephew. He didn't even announce himself, and within four seconds, he shot her and killed her through her home window. She was in her own home. And so I am not going to give these police officers another reason to go door to door in certain mm, communities wow. because police violence is also gun violence. I like him just for mentioning that. Yeah. Call out the cops. That's always good. Turning to another key issue here in Ohio and around the country, the opioid epidemic, uh, Senator Klobuchar, CNN reached out to Ohio Democratic voters for their most pressing questions. Bree, a teacher in Procterville, asked, 
In rural Ohio, the opioid epidemic has affected our communities and schools. I have many high school students who have lost one or both parents to heroin. Teachers are on the front lines daily witnessing these tragedies. How will you tackle this problem in general, but specifically what will you offer people in rural communities where rehabilitation is not easily accessed and access to jobs is difficult? Well, I want to thank her for this question. Um, this is not something much. that should never have happened to begin with. I remember when I was a prosecutor, these were not. Well, the we got to be realistic that about this. In our door, and it's gotten worse and worse. And we now. So we should do something, but the not too much. Out of those lawsuits, probably one of the most horrible things that I saw was the email from one of the pharma executives that actually said, "Keep pumping them out. They're eating them like Doritos." So my first answer to that and? question, and which is included in my plan, is that the people that should pay for this, that should pay for the treatment, are the very people that got people hooked and killed them in the first place. And that is the people that are manufacturing these opioids. That's the first way. And you can, with a two cents per milligram so you tax, more bring in the money, the plus with the federal master settlement, to help so you want more people in jail where they're for so drugs. isolated. And also in you urban areas where, by the, the way, not just drug opioids, there's still meth issues fucking and crack cocaine issues. This is personal for me. My dad, he struggled with alcoholism his whole life. And, and your answer WI, is to ramp up the drug they war. They said to him, the prosecutor, you got to face jail or you got to go to treatment. He picked treatment and he was pursued by grace. And he has been so far ever since. And now he's 91 and pursued in assisted by grace. living. And he yeah. said to me last year, it's, it's hard to get grace, a drink man. around here anyway. But he still has You're a not funny. group that visits him there. And so God, I, I believe that everyone in this country, including the people in rural America, have that same right to be pursued by grace. The fact that she thinks she could be the fucking president. How would you address the opioid epidemic that exists here well, in Ohio? Maybe she has also been pursued by grace. Respond. Well, I think this is one of the most heartbreaking experiences that America's had. 72,000 so people died of opioid overdoses last year. And that's not only a tragedy for them, it's a tragedy for their family and their communities. And so I think we have to treat this as a health crisis. We have to and the support there to try and help people. But I think that Senator Klobuchar makes like a good keeper became a bobblehead. Running for president is that we have a broken government. And we have a broken government because corporations have bought it. And it's just a natural color. I don't like conversations it. is about that broken government. It's about drug companies buying the government and getting what they want. It's about the gun manufacturers buying the government and get what we want. We need to break the corporate stranglehold on our government. Agreed. I've put forward actual structural changes. It tells about term it. limits, a national referendum, the end to the idea that corporations are people and have the rights of American citizens mm -hmm. politically sure. and yeah, make it a good. lot easier to vote. These corporations have taken over our government and 72,000 deaths you, last year are the tragic. I mean, I agree on principle, but there wasn't much there. You want there. to decriminalize no. the possession <laughs> really use talk. of small amounts of opioids, including... You might have got more time than Bernie, though. How would that solve the crisis? Oh, definitely. That's exactly right, and we have to recognize no, this is a disease of capitalism run amok. There was a point when there were more opiate prescriptions in the state of Ohio than human beings in the state of Ohio. And for some reason, the federal government thought that was appropriate. They ended up levying a $600 million fine against Purdue Pharma, which sounds like a lot of money, until you realize that company made $30 billion. They got a 2% fine. 
and they killed tens of thousands of, American, of Americans eight an hour. So if the government turned a blind eye Andrew, are you eating crackers in bed again? People, then the least we can do is put the resources to work in our community so our people have a fighting chance to get well. Even though this is not a money problem, we all know this is a human problem. And part of helping people get the treatment that they need is to let them know that they're not going to be referred to a prison cell. They will be referred to treatment and counseling. I talked to an EMT in New Hampshire and he said he saves the same addicts over and over again. Because the fact is after you save someone who's ODing, you just bring them back to their house and they OD again the following week. So we need to decriminalize opiates for personal use. We have to let the country know this is not a personal failing. This was a systemic government failing. And then we need to open up safe consumption and safe injection sites around the oh country God, because they save lives. Nice. Thank you, Mr. Yang. Congressman O'Connor, criminalizing opioids part of the solution? Please respond. Yes, it is, for many of the reasons that Mr. Yang just described. And also just from some personal experiences I've had as a member of Congress oh, where constituents of mine have come forward, in some cases, publicly <laughs> really at a town hall meeting my to own drug experience. Yeah, addictions. Really. I remember a veteran telling me that he bought heroin off the street because he was originally prescribed an opioid at the VA. Now imagine if that veteran, instead of being prescribed an opioid, had been prescribed marijuana because we yes. made that legal in America, ensured <laughs> well, the yeah, VA could, yeah, could prescribe it, uh, expunged the arrest records for those who've been arrested for possession, and made sure What's that he Yang doing? Is something to which he would become addicted. <laughs> I also want to agree with Senator Klobuchar. Until we hold those responsible, <laughs> accountable for their actions, Purdue Pharma, Johnson & Johnson, we're going to continue to have this problem going on again. And so say, hell that yeah, go that after And anyone with drug addiction today is not a problem for the criminal justice system. They're right. an opportunity Thank you, Senator Harris, uh, you want to hold the drug manufacturers uh, you want to put everyone in jail, right? accountable. Are you in favor of sending those drug company executives to jail? I am. And I will tell you, as a former prosecutor, I do think of this as being a matter of justice and accountability because they are nothing more than some high-level dope dealers. They have been well, engaged. But here's what I really want to talk about. Yeah. They ha and, I've, and I've seen it happen before. I've taken on the pharmaceutical companies when I was Attorney General of California and led the second largest Department of Justice. I've seen what they do. The, the, the biggest pharmaceutical companies, the eight biggest pharmaceutical companies and insurance companies last year profited $72 billion on the backs of people like the families that we are talking about that have been overwhelmed by this crisis, which is a public health epidemic. Wouldn't be great and if next debate was just Warren Sanders, Biden. They were marketing Biden. false advertising. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. in but. communities and states like Ohio without any concern about the repercussions because they were profiting and making big bucks. And yes, they should be held accountable. This is a matter of justice. But what and I really so want to as, talk as of, president hmm. of the United States, I would ensure that the United States Department of Justice no. understand that you want to deal with who is really a criminal? Let's end mass incarceration and end that failed war on drugs and let's go over after these pharmaceutical companies for what they've been doing to destroy our country in states like Ohio. Thank you, Senator. Secretary Castro, are you in favor of Bernie sending Sanders, those drug company Give him a single question. Please respond. Uh, yes, I am. They need to be held accountable not only financially but also with uh, criminal He's penalties. And you know you can draw straight lines between making sure that we hold executives accountable, whether it's how's Castro getting more time than Bernie Sanders? Wall Street executives that should have been held accountable a decade ago. That's how it goes with these debates. They they give them a couple in the beginning and then that's it. Fucking bullshit. Candidates and their health. 
Senator Sanders, Especially I want to start with you. I want to start. Uh -huh. we're, we're moving on, Senator. I'm, I'm sorry. Healthy. I'm feeling great, but I would like to well, respond to that. I want to, yeah. I want to start by saying. Champion. Champion. And Senator, Senator Sanders is in favor of medical marijuana. I want to make sure that's clear as well. I Senator Sanders, this debate does mark your... This debate... This debate, sir, does mark your return to the campaign show. Okay, go ahead and finish your point, and then I'll ask my question, Senator. I, I'm more than happy to answer your question, but I wanted to pick up on what Kamala and Corey and others have said. Let's take a deep breath. Take a look at this opioid epidemic. You have executives... CEOs of major pharmaceutical companies. Just kicks out of the park. No. Like he's, he's, yeah. he's a fucking he's a champion. And in this particular Not case shakes, with the opioids, they knew the that they were selling a product by far. to communities all over this country which were addicting people and killing them. We have to heart much more and energy last than they were. The drug <laughs> companies made $69 million in profit. This is what unfettered capitalism is doing in yes. this country. Yes. And it's not just the drug companies. Right now, the CEOs in the fossil fuel industry know full well that their product is destroying this world and they continue to make huge right. profits. Senator. That is why we need a political revolution that Thank says you, enough is enough to this behavior. Love it. Senator, we are all very He's glad president. you're feeling well, as you just said. Um, but, but there is a question on a lot of people's minds, and I want to address it tonight. You're 78 years old, and you just had a heart attack. How do you reassure Democratic voters that you're up to the stress of the presidency? Well, uh, let me invite you all to a major rally we're having in Queens, New York, BernieSanders.com. We're going to have a special guest at that event, and we are going to be mounting a vigorous campaign all over this country. That is how I think I can reassure the American people. But let me take this moment, if I might, uh, to thank so many people uh, from all over this country, including many of my colleagues up here for their love, many, not all. for their prayers, for <laughs> their prayers. And I just want to thank sure. you from the bottom of my heart. And I'm so happy to be back here with you this evening. Class act. Class act. Vice President Biden, if you're elected, you will turn 80 during your first term. Last month, former President Jimmy Carter said he could not have undertaken the duties of the presidency at 80 years old. Why are you so yes, sure? Yes, I would vote for Jimmy Carter now. Yeah, yeah. vote Joe Watch Biden. It. I know what the job is. Guys, still making houses. houses. Yeah, guys building fucking houses. Yeah. It's because of my. <laughs> He's in his life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With his wisdom, we need someone to take office this time around who on day one can stand on the world stage, command the respect of world leaders from Putin to our allies, and know exactly what has to be done to get this country back on track. Oh, is he, is it he is required now more than any time mm -hmm. in any of our lifetimes to have someone who has that capacity on day one. Bernie Sanders. That's one of the reasons why I decided to run, why I decided to mm -hmm. run this time, because of really? I know what has to be done, I've done Do it before. No, you haven't. I've been there when we pulled the nation out of the worst financial recession in history. Yeah. I've been there, and I've got so many pieces of legislation passed, including yeah. the Affordable Care Act, as well as um, making sure that we had the Recovery Act, which kept us from going into depression. You were I barely know involved. what has to be yeah. done. I will not need any on-the-job training the day I take office. <laughs> and I will release my medical records, as I have... 21 years of my tax record, which no one else on this stage has done, 
so that you can have full transparency as to my health and what I am doing. Just to be clear, Mr. Vice President, when will you release those records? <laughs> the first vote. Before Iowa? Yes. Not by the end of this year? Well, before Iowa. I mean, look, I've released them before. I mean, I've released 55 pages a month. I'm the only guy that's released anything up here. Senator Warren, like Senator Sanders and Vice President Weird. Biden, if you Weird. win the presidency, you would be the oldest president ever yeah. inaugurated in a first term. You would be 71. Forty percent of Democratic primary voters say they think a candidate under the age of 70 is more likely to defeat President Trump. Why? What do you say what? to them? Well, I say I will no. outwork, out-organize, and who are these people? Yeah, because I mean, who else are you going to uh, vote? If, if you're not voting for the top three, who are all over yeah, 70, who, yeah. Look, the, <laughs> the way I see this, um, the way we're going to win is by addressing head-on what millions of Americans know in their bones. And that is that the wealthy and the well-connected have captured our democracy. And they're making it work for themselves and leaving everyone else behind. And political pundits and Washington insiders in such and worse help than uh, Bernie Sanders. Don't like, want to admit that. Uh, yeah. When he was in all some kind yeah. of vague campaign that nibbles around the edges. Also, of isn't big Donald Trump in his late seventies? Yeah, Donald's every seven and twelve diet cokes. Exactly. Trump and Biden are the same age. After Donald Trump, it will be business as usual. Like they're all within like five years of each other. It's insane. Win when we call out what's broken and we show how to fix it. Democrats will win when we fight for the things that touch people's lives. Things like child care and health care and housing costs. Democrats will win. When we give people a reason to get Warren. in the fight. Congresswoman Gabbard, you're 38 oh, yeah. years old, and you would yeah, be the youngest president if elected. Should age matter when choosing a president? Uh, I'm glad you asked, because I was oh, going to say it's go. not fair Sniper. to ask these three about their health and their fitness to serve as president, but not every other one of us. Uh, I, I am grateful to have uh, been trained very well by the Army and Ugh, do my best pandering. to stay in shape. But here's the real question I believe you should be asking. How much do you bet? Who is fit to serve as our Commander-in-Chief? This is the most important responsibility that I'm going to say the record, has. I would be the most fit candidate. All right. Tulsi, we get it. And, and what I we serve. have just seen with him inviting you the Turkeys to come in and slaughter the like show what some an idiots on the internet vote for you because they think you're hot. <laughs> How That's critical it. is that we have a president and commander in chief who is ready on day one, bringing experience and understanding in what foreign policy and national security, bringing the experience that I have. What experience? Both serving in Congress now for Ugh. nearly seven years, serving on the Foreign Affairs Committee, serving on the Armed Services Committee, subcommittees related to uh, uh, terrorism and upcoming threats, serving on the Homeland Security Committee, the experience that I have as a soldier, serving Ugh. for over 16 years in the Army National Guard, deploying twice to the Middle East, being able to serve in different capacities, joint training exercises, training the Kuwait National Guard. I understand the importance of our national security. Yeah. I am prepared to do this job, to fulfill this responsibility as Commander-in-Chief on day one. I'd like to ask our other candidates this question. I'd like to start with Senator Warren. Sorry, Sen what Congresswoman, I'm sorry. Background is I'm sorry, thank you. We're going to take another break now yeah. the CNN New wow. York Times debate live from Otterbein. She University. tried to snipe yeah. Warren and she got we'll shut down. God damn it. I was looking forward to that. I wanted her to snipe Warren. Somebody's got well, to. They want to let her. Wouldn't let her do it, bro. Not allowed. Let her do it. Ah, no. Pisses me off.
Like, the one thing I was looking forward to, Tulsi sniping Warren. No. Uh, well, Dan, here's a question for you. Yes. Um, if given your own show in Las Vegas, what yes. would you do? <laughs> oh, jeez. You know what I would do? I would just have a whole, like, hour and a half uh-huh. of, uh, it would be like a dance routine. Okay. But, you know, um, the whole thing, like, how you can have, like, uh, the mannequins and, like two mannequins in front of you and behind you and you do like a synchronized dance like the okay. YMCA uh-huh. and stuff uh-huh. be an hour and a half of that nice nice what, what about yourself um, I would do I would do a show um, it, would, it would involve dogs um, oh yeah we do we do have tricks dogs we do all kinds of dog tricks um, I would interview uh, people about their dogs uh, it would just be it would just be an evening of dogs yeah an evening of pups I would like it if you also interview the dogs as yeah well. so I also interview the dogs <laughs> okay well yeah absolutely absolutely okay. be great um, how high can you jump <laughs> not very high. yeah I think we've done that one that's dumb um, is there anything you wish would come back into fashion? Um, I think everything has. Like, like you know, like smoking jackets. Smoking jackets. Okay. I think we should all have smoking jackets. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I think that's a thing. Like, yeah, I, I don't think know. I, yeah, I, you I, can do whatever the yeah. fuck you want. Do whatever you like. Uh, what do you do when you're stuck in traffic? Um, pay attention to the road? Yeah, I, uh, I said, I said, so what else are you going to do? Yeah. What is the cleverest phrase you know? The cleverest phrase. Cleverest phrase. phrase. (sighs) Grow up and shut up. Yeah. Very clever. Very clever. I like that one. Um, can you impersonate anyone famous? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I can only impersonate friends and people I work with. <laughs> um, I can I can impersonate uh, I can impersonate Joe Biden. Corn pop. Can you do ten revolutions of a hula hoop? No. That sounds like it should be like a self help book. Ten revolutions of a hula hoop. I don't think I can do two revolutions. <laughs> no. Uh, what is one of your favorite family traditions? Oof. Oh, jeez. I, I don't know if we have any family traditions. Nothing that's, you know, like, stayed uh-huh. consistent. Yeah. Um, huh. I mean, like, food traditions. Like, I'll, I'll you know. Oh, like yeah. I, you know. I, I mean, obviously, as you know, I enjoy making the, the boiled custard and all that for... For Thanksgiving, yeah, Christmas. The Thanksgiving so, so traditions, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. yeah I'm down uh, for that. Uh, uh, oh, and going with that, what seasonal food item do you love? Along with the gold custard there. Yeah. Uh, geez. Um, what do you consider is the most important appliance in a house? Most important appliance in a house. Um, I, you know, the KitchenAid mixer. It's very important. Yeah, I, I, my, my KitchenAid mixer got fucked up, and now... Oh, no. Yeah, so I'm down my KitchenAid. <laughs> oh, friend. So, I'm, I'm missing it right now. If you need to borrow mine, uh, let yeah, me know. I let might me know. have to. Yeah. Um, I'll say air conditioner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's an appliance. Yeah. Um, boy, this book has some questions. Um, what is your favorite aisle in the supermarket? Your favorite aisle in the supermarket. Hmm. Produce. 
Yeah, one that's not busy with old people in the middle of the fucking Seriously. aisle. That's the Just aisle. Just stand in there. Yeah. How much a crazy ass motherfuckers. Mark Lacey from New York Times starts off our questioning. Let's turn to the growing concerns over the How's power that of tech Snipe? companies. <laughs> Mr. Yang, Senator oh, Warren is Robert calling Ducky. for companies like Facebook, <laughs> Amazon, and Google to Robert be broken up. Is she right? Does that need to happen? As usual, Senator Warren is 100% right in diagnosing the problem. There are absolutely excesses in technology, and in some cases, having them divest parts of their business is the right move. But we also have to be realistic that competition doesn't solve all of the problems. It's not like any of us wants to use the fourth best navigation app. That would be like cruel punishment. There's a reason why no one is using Bing oh. today. Sorry, Microsoft. It's true. So Who are the people like, that are like, oh, these tech companies yeah. will revive Main Street business scandal in the country? Huh. You talk shit about Bing. Young children. I'm this motherfucker talks shit about, about Bing on television. On our children. <laughs> Studies clearly show. Don't even talk about clipping. Oh. <laughs> Coincident with smartphone adoption wild and social media use. Breaking up like the tech is. companies does nothing <laughs> to make our kids healthier. What we have to do is we have to home in on the specific problems we're trying to solve and use 21st century solutions for 21st century Ugh. problems. Using a 20th century antitrust framework will not work. Yes, it will. In a new tool Fuck account. you. Thank you, Senator Warren. Is Mr. Yang wrong? Uh, your yes. response. Yeah. I'm not willing to give up and let a handful of monopolists dominate our economy and our democracy. Also, it's time stop to eating back. crackers in bed, Ernie. Think about it this way. When you talk about how it works in competition, uh, about 8%, 9% of all retail sales happen in bricks and sticks stores happen at walmart about 49 percent of all sales online happen in one place that's amazon it collects information from every little business and then amazon does something else it runs the platform gets all the information and then goes into competition with those little businesses look you get to be the umpire in the baseball game, or you get to have a team, but you don't get to do both at the same time. We need to enforce our antitrust laws, break up these giant companies that are dominating big tech, big pharma, you, big Ward. oil, all of them. Mr. Steyer, your response? Look, I agree, I agree. with Senator Ward <laughs> yeah. in fact, every time to be dealt with. They either have to be broken up or regulated, and that's part of it. But we have to understand that Mr. Trump is going to be running on the economy. He's going to be saying he's the person who can make it grow. I started a business from scratch, one room, no employers, and built a multi-billion dollar international business. We're going to have to show the American people that we don't just know how to tax and have programs to break up companies, but also talk about prosperity, talk about mm. investing in the American people, talk about harnessing the innovation and competition of the American private sector. In fact, if we want to beat Mr. Trump, I think somebody who can take a go toe to toe with him and show him to be a fraud and a failure as a business person and a fraud and a failure as a steward of the American economy is going to be necessary. Stewart? He is one. His tax plan is a failure. Mm -hmm. His trade war is a failure. I would love to take him on as a real businessman and show that, in fact, he's failed the American people and he has to go. Thank you, Mr. And the word is steward. Booker, how do yes. you respond? Would a President Booker break up big tech companies like Facebook but, and Amazon? Smile time. Anybody that does not think that we have Smiling. a massive crisis in our democracy with the way these tech companies are being used, not just in terms of practices, but also to undermine our democracy. 
a lot of people think there's a lot of bad things happening. Have not been corrected now. We need regulation and reform and antitrust. I mean, Robert Bork right now is laughing in, 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 his, in his sleep. We have a reality in this country from pharma to farms is causing trouble. And we have to deal with this. As President of the United States, I will put people in place uh, that enforce antitrust laws. And I want to say one last thing, and I feel qualified to say this as the vegan on the stage. Uh, going back to the fact that we, it's rich to me that we asked three people about their health. When looking at this stage, we know that the most unhealthy person running for, their, for the presidency in 2020 is Donald Trump. Thank you, Senator. Congressman O'Rourke, you say okay. you're not sure if it's appropriate for sure. a president to designate which company should be broken up. So what's the proper level of oversight here? Just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're healthy. Very tough, very clear, transparent rules of the road. The kind of rules that we do not have today that allow these social media platforms where we the people have become the product to abuse that public trust and to do so at extraordinary profits. Right now, we treat them functionally as a utility, when in reality, they're more akin to a publisher. They, they curate the content that we see, uh, our pictures and personal information that they share with others. We would allow no publisher to do what Facebook is doing, to, to publish that ad that Senator Warren has rightfully called out, that CNN has refused to air because it is untrue and tells lies about the vice president. Treat them like the publisher that they are. That's what I will do as president. And we will be unafraid to break up big businesses if we have to do that. But I don't think it is the role of a president or a candidate for the presidency to specifically call out which companies will be broken up. That's something that Donald Trump has done uh, in part because he sees enemies in the press and wants to diminish their power. It's not something that we hey, should think so. Tough rules like on the road, ago. protect yeah, your personal information, cool. privacy and data, and be fearless in the Pretty face cool. of these tech giants. Senator Sanders, your response. Thank there you. We go. Uh, when we talk about a rigged economy, it's not just the grotesque level of income and wealth inequality. It is also the fact I that in sector like after time. sector, whether it's Wall Street, where you have six banks that have assets equivalent to half of the GDP of the United States, whether it is media, where you have 10 media companies that control about 90% of what the American people see here well, there's less people on the stage, whether it is agribusiness, where you see merger right. after merger, which is resulting in the decline of family-based farming in this country. We need a president who has the guts to appoint an attorney general who will take on these huge monopolies, protect mm -hmm. small business, and protect consumers by ending the price fixing, Thank which you, you see every day. Thank right. you, Senator. Senator Harris, to you, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg says that splitting up big tech companies will make election interference more likely because the companies won't be able to work together to fight it. Could breaking up these companies make the spread of disinformation worse? No, I don't agree with that at all. And uh, serving on the Senate Intelligence Committee, working with Amy Klobuchar on what we need to do to upgrade the elections infrastructure, knowing that Russia needs to be held accountable for the fact that they interfered in the election of the President of the United States Ugh. and it, it will attempt to do it again. Um, nah. That's that's a ridiculous argument he's making. But I, I do want to also say what this. What we're talking about is... What we're talking about is a grave <laughs> in, injustice. When rules apply to some but not equally to all, and in particular when the rules that apply to the powerless don't apply to the powerless, Powerful. And so 
Senator Warren, I just want to say that I was surprised to hear that you did not agree with me that on this subject of what should be the rules around corporate responsibility for these big tech companies, when I called on Twitter to suspend Donald Trump's uh, account, that you did not agree. Because it's stupid. And I, would, I would urge you it's to join stupid. me. Because here it's we have It's a stupid Trump fucking idea. Who has 65 million Twitter followers. He's the president. And is using that platform like, as the president what? of the United States to openly intimidate witnesses, to threaten witnesses, He's to obstruct Justice. Your goal is and to he and his ban his Twitter. Be taken down. Yeah. We saw how about Paso, you just impeach him? That that shooter in his manifesto was informed by how Donald Trump uses that platform. And this is a matter of corporate responsibility. Twitter should be held accountable and shut down that site. It is a matter of safety and corporate accountability. Thank you, Senator Warren. Stupid. That's stupid. I don't just want to push Donald Trump off Twitter. I want to push him out of the White House. That's our job. Join but the way join the, me in saying that his Twitter account figure, should be shut down. No, let's no. figure out. That's no. stupid. Why That's is, so goddamn fucking stupid. For antitrust. God, you're a fucking piece of shit. And yep, for decades like, now, we've all called on how the big drug companies are calling the shots in Washington. Big ag, how uh, the gun. The boldest thing Kamala Harris has got you know, is really she wants to, to ban Trump from Twitter. Yeah. Room, and that is how campaigns That'll are financed. Oh, that's cool. Cool, 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 cool. It's Twitter. The Fuck off. That's stupid. He's the president. Yeah, the president gets to have a Twitter. Executives, we've already like, agreed, Bernie and I, we're not taking any money from big pharma executives. You can't go behind closed doors and take the money of these executives and then turn around and expect that these are the people who are actually finally going to enforce the laws. We need campaign finance rules you, and Senator practices Warren, that support us all. You, you it, is, it does not represent a system of justice to say that the rules will apply differently to different people. This is a matter, you are saying, of holding big tech accountable. Yes. Holding big tech accountable because they have an outsized influence on people's perceptions about issues. Right. And they actually influence behaviors. Right. We all have to agree this is their power. It is immense. Senator so, Klobuchar, so let you me bring you in here. I'm, I'm, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. And so what I am saying is that it seems to me that you would be able to join me in saying the rule has to apply to Twitter. Oh my God, you're a fucking idiot. I think all of the rules should apply across the board. I don't have a problem with that. So you will what I do have a problem with is that That's if we're stupid. going to talk seriously about breaking up big tech, then we should ask oh my God, she thinks she's taking won. money from the big tech executives. Come on, Harris is a fucking idiot. If we're going to talk idiot. seriously about breaking up big drug companies, she should never should hold public office again after this. People are financing no. their campaigns by taking money from big drug executives. If we are going to talk about Wall Street and having some serious regulation over Wall Street, we should ask if people are funding their campaigns by taking money from those executives. Thank you, so Senator Klobuchar. Let's bring you in here. I'd like to have a different take on this. Uh, I was in the private sector for 14 years. Uh, represented uh, companies that were fighting to get into the telecom market. So I had a life before doing? government. And what I saw was when we got more competition there, the prices went down in a big way in the long distance market. Well, right now we have another gilded These age going on. And I am the lead Democrat no. on the antitrust committee. 
Uh, I have the lead legislation, which How means one, changing the standard I so we no can idea. do a better job of doing just yeah, what we've been talking about here question. is breaking down some of this consolidation. Like, she could be anywhere between sure 30 and 65. Yeah. To take like, I really so have no idea. But the issue here is this. Start talking about this as a pro-competition issue. This used to be a Republican like, and she Democratic talks like issue. An old lady, because America, which is why I always think she's old. But then I'm like, wait, I don't think she's old. Have less consolidation. She's we were a place of entrepreneurship. Well, we are but, seeing know. a startup bank in this country. updating uh, we look at that, modernist yeah, practices and setting, as Congressman Rupp said, rules for the road that match the challenges that we face today. Uh, and you know, whether that's Amazon that is leveraging its size. I think to help put small businesses but will out you of business, out from and then at the same time, it's changing a lot of its workers. Yeah, join uh, me. Join me. Fuck you. Uh, no, you it's another, uh, it's like, a number he can go on TV whenever he's the president. Companies. We need yeah. to yeah. take a stronger stance when it comes There's to so cracking many, down uh, on monopolists uh, of trade practices. Yeah. You're basically saying, you know, take away his first amendment rights. The best way we can fight back against big tech companies is to say our data is our property. Right now, our data is worth more than oil. How many of you remember getting your data check in the mail? It got lost. It went to Facebook, Amazon, oh. Google. If we say this is our property and we share in the gains, that's the best way we can balance the scales Thank against you, the big Mr. tech companies. Yeah, There's a bigger issue here. Turning to re women's reproductive rights. Ohio is now one of several states that has banned abortions after as early as six weeks of pregnancy. Many women don't even know they are pregnant at that time. The Ohio law, like many others, is being challenged in the courts and has not yet taken effect. Senator Harris, if states prevail on restricting abortion, what's your plan to stop them? Uh, my plan is as followed: uh, as follows. I ban Trump for Twitter. any state that passes a law that violates the Constitution, and in particular Roe v. Wade. Our Department of Justice will review that law to determine if it is compliant with Roe v. Wade and the Constitution, and if it is not that law will not go into effect. That's called preclearance. Because the reality is that while we still have, well, as I, I said earlier, these state legislators who are outdated and out of touch, mostly men who are telling women what to do with their bodies, then there needs to be accountability and consequence. But you know, I'll go further. You may have seen it. I, I questioned Brett Kavanaugh when I was a member of the Senate Judiciary Committee and asked him as a nominee to serve on the United States Supreme Court, could he think of any law that tells a man what to do with his body? And the answer was a, a no. The reality of it is, this is still a fundamental issue of justice for women in America. And yet you women want to tell Twitter what to do with Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. To perpetuate the human species. <laughs> Our bodies were created to do that. And it does not give any other person the right to tell a woman what to do with that body. It is her body. It is her right. It is her decision. Senator Harris, thank you. Senator Klobuchar. What would you do to stop states from prevailing? Your response? I would codify Roe v. Wade and make it the law of the land. Uh, but what I want to do right now is just say, what if Donald Trump was standing up here with, on the yeah. debate stage with me? You know what I would say to him? Uh, I said, you knew, you said you wanted uh, to do this in your race for president. You actually said that you wanted to put women in jail. Then you tried to dial it back, and you said you wanted to put doctors in jail. 
That is exactly what the Alabama law is. It put doctors in jail for 99 So what are you going to say to him? You, Donald Trump, are not on the side of women. You are not okay. on the side of people of this country when over 75% of people want to keep Roe v. Like, Wade yeah. on the book. When over 90% of people she she's want on the West to way. make sure we have available contraception. You defunded Planned Parenthood. She really thinks she's on the again. West Way. Mm -hmm. Senator, thank you. Senator Booker, the dumbest show if ever states written. prevail on restricting abortion, how would you stop them? Please respond. Well, first of all, let's be clear about this law. these laws we see from Alabama to Ohio. They're not just attacks on one of the most sacrosanct ideals in our country, liberty, the ability to control your own body. But they're particularly another example of people trying to punish, trying to penalize, trying to criminalize poverty. Because this is disproportionately affecting low-income women in this country, people in rural areas in this country. It is an assault on the most fundamental ideal that human beings should control their own body. And so the way, as President of the United States, I'm going to deal with this is, first of all, like elevating it like we have with other yeah. national crises to the White House level. Just cycles through the random. The office of reproductive freedom. It's like a set of Christmas uh, lights when they're on like, all the different settings. Yeah. Make sure Just that we begin to taste. fight back on a systematic blink, blink, attempt that's gone on for decades blink, 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 to undermine blink, blink, blink. Roe v. Wade. I will fight to codify Solid it, and I will also make sure that we fight as this country Smile. to repeal wow. the Hyde Amendment so that Close we're on planet Earth and defending the global assault we see on women right now. Congresswoman Gabbard, your response. Uh, this is often one of the most difficult decisions that a woman will ever have to make, and it's unfortunate to see well, how in this country it has for so long yeah. been used as a divisive political weapon. They haven't let her talk uh, I agree to sleep, with they? Hillary Clinton on one thing, disagree with her assholes. on many others, but when she said abortion should be safe, legal, and rare, I think she's correct. We see how the consequences of laws that you're referring to can often lead to a dangerous place as we've Hillary seen Clinton. them as they're passed in other countries where a woman who uh, has a miscarriage past that six weeks could be imprisoned because abortion would be illegal at that point. Uh, I do, however, think that there should be some restrictions in place. I support codifying Roe v. Wade while making sure that during the third trimester, abortion is not an option unless the life or severe health consequences of a woman are at risk. Thank you very much. Ugh. The Supreme Court no. is currently made up of five Republican appointed justices and four appointed by Democrats. The court just announced it will hear arguments in a case challenging some abortion rights. Vice President Biden, the Constitution does not specify the number of justices that serve on the Supreme mm. Court. If Roe v. Wade is overturned on your watch and you can't pass legislation in Congress, would you seek to add justices to the Supreme Court to protect women's reproductive rights? I would not get into court packing. We, we had three justices. Next time around, we lose control. They had three justices. We began to lose any credibility the court has at all. I want doesn't to have any credibility. The justices I've supported, when I defeated Robert Bork, and I say when I defeated Robert Bork, I made sure we guaranteed a woman's right to choose for a better part of a generation. I would make hey, sure Joe. we move and insist that we pass, <laughs> we codify Roe v. Wade. The public is already there. Things have changed. And I would go out and I would campaign against those people in the state of Ohio, Alabama, etc., who in fact are throwing up this barrier. Reproductive rights are a constitutional right. And in fact, every woman should have that right. And so I would not pack the court. What I would do is make sure that the people that I recommended for the court, from, from Ruth Bader Ginsburg to Elena Kagan, who used to work for me, to others, that they in fact support the right of privacy. 
on which the entire notion of a woman's right to choose is based. And that's what I would do, no more to get on the court. And by the way, if in fact at the end of this, beginning next year, if in fact one of the justices steps down, God forbid, in fact, I would make sure that we would do exactly what, uh, what, what uh, McConnell did last time out. We would not allow any hearing to be Thank held you, Mr. Vice for President. Mayor Buttigieg, you have discussed expanding the court from nine to 15 justices. What's your response to the Vice President? That's right. When I proposed reforming the Supreme Court, some folks said that was too bold to even contemplate. Now, I'm not talking about packing the court just with people who agree with me. Although I certainly will appoint people then, who share my values. For example, the idea the that women's right, yeah. reproductive freedom is an American right. What I'm talking about is reforms that will depoliticize the court. Ugh, you can't go on like this, where shut every up. single time there is a vacancy, we have this apocalyptic ideological It's a political position. Over what yeah. to do next. Now, one way to fix this would be to have a 15-member court where five of the members can only be appointed by unanimous agreement of the other ten. Oh my god, so you're an idiot. Mine are discussing this in the Yale Law Journal on how this can be done without a constitutional amendment. You are the, the stupidest West-wing motherfucker on the planet. Basis. There are other reforms that we could consider, from term limits, don't forget justices used to just retire like everybody else, to a rotation off the appellate bench. Thank you. I'm not wedded to a particular solution, but I am committed <laughs> yeah. to a Yeah, I wonder why. Because your solution sucks. reforms to depoliticize the Supreme Court because we can't... Thank you very much, much Mayor 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 Secretary Castro, he's talking about really? making the court bigger. Your response, is it a good idea? Uh, I don't think it is. I wouldn't pack the court. Um, you know, I think the, the plan that uh, Mayor Pete mentioned is an interesting one, but no, I actually not. believe if we were selecting from one of those things, that the smarter move might be to look at term limits uh, or having people cycle off from the appellate courts so that you would have um, uh, a replenishment of perspective. Uh, I would also make sure that I appoint as president people who respect the precedent of Roe versus Wade, that we codify Roe versus Wade, uh, and that we do away with things like the Hyde Amendment because you shouldn't only be able to have reproductive freedom if you have money. We have to think, to think about people who do not, people who are poor. Uh, and we have to concern ourselves that. not only with yeah. reproductive freedom, but also reproductive justice and invest in the ability of every woman to be able to make a choice and to be able to have her health care needs met. Senator Warren, would you consider adding more justices to the Supreme Court to protect Roe v. Wade. Your response? I think there are a number of options. I think, uh, as Mayor Buttigieg said, there are many different ways. People are talking about different options, and I think we may have to talk about them. But on Roe v. Wade, may. can we just pause for a minute here? I, I lived in an America where abortion was illegal, and rich women still got abortions because they could travel, they could go to places where it was legal. What we're talking about now is that the people who are denied access to abortion are the poor, are the young, are 14-year-olds who are molested by a family member. And we now have support across this country. Three out of four Americans believe in the rule of Roe versus Wade. When you've got three out of four Americans supporting it, we should be able to get that passed through Congress. We Senator, should not leave you. this to the Supreme Court. We should do it through democracy because we can. Thank you very much, Senator. As uh, some of you have indicated, the differences between all of you on this stage are tiny to the, compared to the differences between you and President Trump. There are, however, mm -hmm. fundamental differences between many of you on this stage. Vice President Biden 
Just on either side of you, Senator Warden is calling for big structural change. Senator Sanders is calling for a political revolution. Will their visions attract the kind of voters that the Democrats need to beat Donald Trump? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I think their vision is attracting a lot of people. And I think a lot of what they have to say is really important. But, uh, you know, uh, Senator Warren said we can't be running any vague campaigns. We've got to level with people. We've got to level with people and tell them exactly what we're going to do, how we're going to get it done, and if you can get it done. I'm going to say something that is probably going to offend some people here, but I'm the only one in the stage that's gotten anything really big done from the Violence Against oh. Women Act to making sure um, that we passed the Affordable Care Act. Those are both shitty policies. Where we, in fact, took a, almost a $90 billion act that, would, that kept us from going into a depression. Uh, that wasn't you. Put us in a position where I was able to end Roe, excuse me, able to end the issue of gun sales in terms of assault weapons. And so the question is, who is best prepared? We all have good Bernie ideas. Sanders. The question is, how? Who's going to be able to get it done? Bernie Sanders. How can you get it done? And Bernie. I'm not suggesting they can't, but I'm suggesting that that's what we should look at. And part of that. I'm not suggesting they can't. Be vague. Yeah. Tell people huh? what it's going to cost, how you're going to do it, and why you're going to do it. We know That's do the it. way to get it done. Uh, Presidents are supposed to be able to persuade. Just to clarify, Vice President, who are you yeah. saying is being vague? Well, the senator said she's being vague on the issue of, actually both of them being vague on the issue of uh, uh, the uh, uh, you're being Medicare vague for all. everything. No, look, look, here's the deal. What's vague? It costs, come on, it costs <laughs> $30 trillion. Guess what? That's over $3 trillion a year. If we, it's part of the entire federal budget. Let me finish, okay? You'll, you'll both get it. If you eliminated the entire Pentagon, every single thing, plane, ship, troop, the buildings, everything, satellites, it would get you and pay for a total of four months. Four what? Months. Where do you get the rest? Where does it come from? What? Senator Sanders, respond. Two ways. Joe, you talked yeah. about working with Republicans and getting things done. But you know what you also got done? And I say this is a good friend. You got the disastrous war in Iraq done. Mm. You got a bankruptcy bill which is hurting middle-class families all over this country. You got trade agreements like NAFTA and PNTR with China done, yes. which of course does four million jobs. And let's get to Medicare for all. Let's be honest. We spend twice as much per person as do the people of any other major country on earth. And the answer is if we have the guts that I would like to see the Democratic Party have that guts to stand up to the drug companies and the insurance companies and tell them that the function of health care is to guarantee care to all people, not to make a hundred billion dollars in profit. Thank if you, we Senator. stood together, we could create the greatest health care system in the world. And we can do that without Medicare for all. We can do that by adding a public option. We can, no, and we can. can afford to do it. You've got to take on the greed Wait, and the profiteering the way, of the, the healthcare industry. Let him respond, Vice President. The greed and profiteering of those insurance companies. They are as much against my bill as they are anybody Bullshit. else. They were strongly against Obamacare. They know it costs them, and it's going to take away. They love the Obamacare. The mm. 160 million people. It was a giveaway to the insurance companies. Health insurance, and they want to keep it. Senator, they should have a right to keep it. Senator Warren, your response. So you started this question with how you got something done. You know, following the financial crash of 2008, I had an idea for a consumer agency that would keep giant banks from cheating people. And all of the Washington insiders and strategic geniuses said, don't even try, because you will never get it passed. And sure enough, 
the big banks fought us, the Republicans fought us, some of the Democrats fought us. But we got that agency passed into law. It has now forced big banks to return more than $12 billion directly to people they cheated. I served in the Obama administration. I know what we can do by executive authority, and I will use it. In Congress, on the first day, I will pass my anti-corruption bill, which will beat back the influence you, of money and repeal the filibuster. And the third, we want to get something done in America. We have to get out there Thank and you, fight Senator. for the things that touch Mayor, people's lives. I agreed with the great job she did. And I went on the floor and got you votes. I got votes for that bill. I convinced people to vote for it. So let's get those things straight, too. Fuck you. Senator Warren, do you want to respond? Yeah, this guy's an asshole. I am deeply grateful to President Obama, <laughs> who fought so hard to make sure that agency was passed into law. And I am deeply grateful to every single person who fought for it and who helped pass it into law. But understand... You did a hell of a job of your job. Thank you. But Weird. understand this. Weird. It was a dream big, fight hard. People told me, go for something little. Go for something small. Go for something that the big corporations will be able to accept. I said, no, let's go for an agency that will make structural change in our economy. And President Obama said, I will fight for that. And he sometimes had to fight against people in his own administration. He barely fought. We have to be willing to make good, big structural change. Mayor Buttigieg, which is the right vision for a Democrat to beat Donald Trump? That's the essential question. But a buck for every argument that I've witnessed like oh. this, I could pay for college for everybody. We need to move Fuck past you. what has been consuming this whole political space for as long as I've been alive. We're being offered a false choice. I don't agree with the vice president that Trump is an aberration. I don't agree that there's any such thing as back to normal. Because here in the industrial Midwest, definitely where I live, normal didn't work. That's part of how we got here. That's part of how a guy like Donald Trump managed to get within cheating distance of the Oval Office in the first place. But I also don't agree with Senator Warren that the only way forward is infinite partisan combat. Yes, we have to fight. Absolutely, we have to fight for the big changes that happen. But it's going to take more than fighting. Once again, I want to take you back to that day after Trump has stopped being president. Think about what the president can do. Could Tulsi snipe him out right now, please? For some of the boldest things we've attempted in my lifetime. Medicare for all who want it. Actually getting and by snipe, I mean literally shoot him in the skull yeah, with a gun. Be a huge deal. And then Beto can come on a skateboard like, not cool. It doesn't count unless we go even further. Free college for low and middle income students isn't good enough unless we're also paying for the children of billionaires. Fuck you! Reform isn't enough unless we also decriminalize border crossings. We have an opportunity to do the biggest Thank things you, we've done in my life, sir. I do not say back, back to normal. Together. Thank you, Mayor. Senator Klobuchar. Senator Klobuchar. You know, this isn't a flyover part of the country to me. The heartland is where I live. And I Ugh. want to win those states that we lost last time. And I have bold ideas to get us. No, you I don't. Just because they're different than Elizabeth's doesn't mean they're bold. But we can't get any of this doesn't done mean on climate bold. change or immigration reform unless <laughs> And what I have done is win, and the only one up here, time and time again, the reddest of red districts. Michelle Bach. Because you are. I won that district three times. You're a fucking centrist border, piece of shit. And North and you're South like Dakota. 
they asking your your like I, Bible character, your favorite Bible character? Yeah. Have you ever quit your job? If so, why? Uh, yeah, you know, to you know, get another job. Yeah. Typically, like uh, I I oh, I was I had so much fun when I quit Kroger. Like, those motherfuckers scheduled me on a day I had a rehearsal, uh, and I just finished high school, and I was like, you know what, I'll get another job for the summer. Yeah, fuck, fuck this. Guys, yeah. So I, w- I went in, like, right in my shifts, and, like, I took my shirt, and I just threw it over the counter. I was like, I quit. Goodbye. Out the nice. door. I went to rehearsal. Was it was fun. fun. It was great. I tried so hard to get fired at that job. Those motherfuckers yeah, wouldn't fire me. me. Yeah, yeah. Would not fire me. Um, have you ever walked into a wall? Um... I mean, probably. Yeah, probably, I guess. Relatively accident prone. What do you have now as an adult that you really wanted as a kid? Ooh, goody. Huh. What do I have as an adult now that I really wanted as a kid? Let's all these action figures that I'm looking at right now. I mean, I had plenty of those. Plenty of those, good, yeah. Uh, Um... You know, it's not a possession, but just the ability to eat dessert at breakfast. Okay. Like a cake. Cool. Or whatever. Cool. That. Nice. Goody. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Oh, uh, yeah. What do I have? Oh, I, I have all of the Abbott and Costello movies. <laughs> all of them. They're on my Plex server. <laughs> and you wanted that as a kid? Yes. Yes, of course. I mean, I only had like five as a kid. Like, oh, jeez. Because you and me, VHSs were like $25 a pop back then. Really Go to Suncoast Video. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'll get Buck Privates this time. Uh, oh, it's so expensive. That's great. Uh, uh, <laughs> got them all. Uh, also, all the Mystery Science Theaters. Yeah. Uh, if you could wipe one thing off the planet, who or what would it be, people to judge? Yeah, yeah edge edge. Yeah. Um. What have you lost touch with? Um. Hmm. What have you lost touch with? Uh, the reasons uh, people vote Democrats. Um. Uh, <laughs> What is the most fun card game? Oh, jeez. Gee. Uh, God, I don't know. Um, well, you're, uh, uh oh, what is it? Pitch, pitch Please? Pitch, pitch or Please. Pitch, yeah. pitch Please. Yeah, that's Pitch right. Please. Yeah. Yeah, that's a goodie. I like yeah, that. I like that one. Yeah, that's a great game. Yeah. Carolyn Maine, check it out. Um, oh. What is really complicated about your life? <laughs> uh. Editing podcasts. Yeah, there you that's, go. Uh, it all a, goes uh, back. Full circle. Uh, what's the silliest thing you've ever cried about? Uh, any Muppet movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it's a given. That's <laughs> what they do. Have you seen that New York Times yeah. Democratic presidential debate? Oh. We have time for one more question that we would like all of you to weigh in on. Last week, Ellen DeGeneres was criticized after she oh, and former George W. Bush oh, were seen laughing together at a football game. Get em. Ellen Get defended em. their friendship, saying we're all different, and I think Fuck we've you, forgotten Ellen. that that's okay, that we're all different. He's a war criminal. So, in that spirit, we'd like you Tulsi. to tell us about Tulsi. the friendship that you had. This is Tulsi's question. What impact Give it to Tulsi. on you and your beliefs? Secretary what? Castro, let's begin with you. Uh, well, first of all, thank you to uh, Mark, thank you, Anderson, and thank you, Aaron, and CNN, and um, New York Times, and everybody who's here okay, tonight. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, you know, some of the 
most interesting friendships that I've had have been um, with people different from me, um, either people I older can't than me. They twisted that question at the end. Yeah. People who grew up very different from me. I'm not um, friends with war criminals. Teachers, uh, as I was growing up. People that had a life experience that but when I was growing up was beyond have you had to surprise us uh, and, and what impact it had on your Wait, is this in the 3,000 question book? <laughs> for me. Um, What's the most complicated thing about a friendship? Yeah. Uh, and I think that there's a value to that. I think that that should be reflected more in our public life. I also believe, to just speak about the incident last week uh, with Ellen and George W. Bush, I completely understood what she was saying about Fuck being you. kind to others. I believe Wrong. That we should be Wrong. kind to other folks. I also believe that we should hold people to account yes. for what they've done, especially public servants who War have criminals. a record War of having criminals. done something or not done Say something. It. And I think that we can do both of those uh. things. I think that we can be kind to people and also hold them accountable for their actions. And there are people, whether it's our former president, George W. Bush, or War others, criminal. that should be held accountable. Just as we should, be, should, be, we should be kind, we should be made If to anyone on the planet should be in prison, it's Bush and Cheney. Yeah. Congresswoman Gabbard. Yes. Thanks. You know where I come from in Hawaii. Uh, many of you know we greet each other with aloha. It's not a word that means hello and goodbye. It actually means something much more powerful than that. It means I come to you with respect and a recognition that we are all connected. We are all brothers and sisters. We are all God's children. So I've developed Gross. friendships that some people may be surprised about within the Washington circles, especially with Republicans like, uh, like Trey Gowdy, for example. He and I disagree Fuck a lot you, and Tulsi. very strongly on a lot of political issues. I thought you had We've this one. We've developed a friendship that's based on respect, and he's been there for me during some, some personally challenging times. The challenge before us today is that our country is very divided. Donald Trump must be defeated. But we must do more than just defeat Donald Trump. We need to deliver a win for the American people. We must stand united as Americans, remembering that we are all brothers and sisters. And remember that, that we are all connected. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of leadership that I see to bring as president, inspired by the example it's such of an easy like Abraham Lincoln, yeah, just who say talked it. about how we should have malice. Say Ellen's a piece of shit and shows George W. Bush. When I look out, I will make country, a donation tonight. I don't see deplorables. Huh. I see fellow Americans. Anybody. If Klobuchar is on it, I'll give respect, him five bucks. Even when we disagree, and when we disagree strongly, Klobuchar says I'll give 27 to, bucks. To like. restore a White House that represents light and compassion and respect well, goodbye for every forever, American, Tulsi. regardless of race, we'll religion, orientation, gender, you had your or chance. political you affiliation. So I want to ask everyone to join me. Join me in bringing about this government of, by, and for the people that serves Text all the people Tulsi of this country. You visit my website, Tulsi2020.com, for more information. No. Thank you, Congresswoman. Senator Klobuchar? Uh, for me, it's John McCain, and I miss him every day. God, I fuck you. Uh, oh my he God! And we were seated with world leaders, uh, and they would look away from me. He'd say, "Senator Klobuchar is a lead Democrat on this trip, and she will go next." And I still remember being there at his ranch. Uh, John and I went to visit him and Cindy uh, when he was dying, and he pointed to some words in his book because he could hardly talk. And the words said, "This there is nothing more liberating in life than fighting for a cause larger than yourself." Which is That's something Klobuchar has right never done in her fucking life. About policy. Goddamn coward. That what unites us is so much oh. bigger 
than what the goodbye to you forever tonight. To remember, by the way, you should give me twenty-seven dollars for him to listen. Not to change mm-hmm. policy, but to change the tone. I'm sending you a bill to look up from our phones to look at each other. Look up from our to phones to each other. What are because you talking the way about? Win, and not Fucking just win the baby boomer piece of shit. Take back the U.S. Senate is by winning big, Definitely and 59. the way we win big is with that fired up Democratic base that's out there today. But it is also about bringing in independents and moderate Republicans. I can lead this, and I ask you to join me because I've done it before, and you I will do not. it again. You'll never do Amy it again. Join our team. Never. Thank you very much. Mr. George Stein, was the war criminal. Somebody say it. So I'm friends with a woman from Denmark, South Carolina, Indiana Berry, who's fighting for clean water and environmental justice in her community. She's a different gender. She's a different race. She's from a different part of the country. But she reminds me of my parents in terms of her courage and her optimism and her honor. My mother was a school teacher in the New York public schools and in the Brooklyn House of Detention. My father was the first generation in his family to go to college. My grandfather was a plumber. He interrupted his law degree to go into the Navy in World War II, and he ended up prosecuting the Nazis at Nuremberg. And when I asked him what that experience meant, he said, when you see something wrong in your society, you fight it from the first day and every single day after. Call out Bush. Call out Bush. That's why I started the Need to Impeach movement two years ago, because there was something terribly wrong Somebody just say something bad about Pennsylvania Avenue. And over 10 years ago, it shouldn't be this I hard. said that there was a terrible threat to the oh. safety and health of every American in terms okay. of the climate crisis. Oh. And I've been fighting those companies with the help of the American people ever since successfully. And that's why I'm running for president. Because our government has failed. It's been bought by corporations. And it's absolutely essential to return power to the people. Thank you. I have been doing exactly what my parents taught me to do, which is to take on the biggest problems in America directly and fight for them every single day. Thank you, Mr. Steyer, Congressman O'Rourke. I've always tried to bring people in to the solutions that we have to our common challenges, regardless of the differences. I did that as a small business owner more than 20 years ago, uh, making sure that we could get a small tech company off the ground in El Paso, Texas. Did it as a member of the city council where I saw my colleagues not as Republicans or Democrats, but my fellow El Paso. So what about friendships that would have surprised us and what impact? As a member of Congress, I remember being in San Antonio. I was visiting the VA there March of 2017. I don't have any friends. My flight had been snowed in in Washington, D.C. My friends are the other Keebler elves. (laughs) It would surprise you because they're shorter than me. And on a whim, I said, do you want to just rent a car and drive from San Antonio to Washington? And he called my bluff. We got in that Chevy Impala, last car on the lot. It was spring break. Drove 1,600 miles across the country, live-streamed the conversation, a Republican and a Democrat finding out what we had in common. By the end of that trip, not only had we formed a friendship, but we had formed trust. We worked with each other on each other's bills. I got to work with me on an immigration bill, showing party leaders from either side that Republicans and Democrats could work together on an otherwise (laughs) contentious issue. And then across Texas, I mentioned winning more votes than any Democrat. We won independents and Republicans in record numbers as well. I will bring people in to to face the common challenges that we have and to make sure that America rises to this opportunity. Senator Booker, tell us about your most surprising friendship. Well, look, T-bone. I have so many, I don't even know where to count. I was T-bone. in a large city that with a Republican governor. He and I had to form a friendship, even though I could write a dissertation on our disagreements. When I got to the United States ah. Senate, I went there with the purpose of making friendships across the aisle. 
I go to you went for the purpose of making friends. Office. He and I passed yeah. legislation together to help homeless and foster kids. I went out to try to invite every one of my Republican colleagues to dinner. And let me again say, finding a dinner and a restaurant, agreeing on one with Ted Cruz was a very difficult thing. I'm a vegan and he's a meat eating Texan. But I'll tell you this right now. This is the moment in America that this is our test. The spirit what? of our country, I believe in the values of rugged individualism and self-reliance, but think about our history. Rugged individualism didn't get us to the moon. It didn't beat the Nazis. It didn't map the human genome. It didn't beat Jim Crow. These motherfuckers. Everything we did in this country, big. And Vice President, we have done so many big things. The fact that there's an openly gay man, a black woman, all of us on the stage are because we in the past are all inheritors of a legacy of common struggle and common purpose. This election is not a referendum on one guy in one office. It's a referendum on who we are and who we must be what to each other. What are you talking about? The next leader about? is going to have to be one amongst us Democrats. Word that can salad. All, not throw elbows at other Democrats that are unfair. Shut up. It's a primary. It's being the leader that can revive civic grace in our country, teach us a more what? courageous empathy, and remind America that patriotism is love of country. And you cannot Fuck love your country off. unless you love your fellow country men and women. And love the is not sentimentality, it's not anemic. Love is struggle, love is sacrifice. Love is the words of our founders who said the you are not independence, that if we're ever gonna make Don't it you a nation, try to be mutually pledged to each other, thank our you. lives, our fortunes, uh, and thank, our sacred Thank you, Cory Booker. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. Honor. It's been 20 minutes. And if you believe not like I do, please uh, join me by going to Cory Booker. Cory, 660 Mr. Yang? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to thank all the voters tuned in at home. If you don't feel like you I can't not see Ernie now. Yeah. Tonight, it's understandable. There are 12 of us. I'm going to be answering voter questions for 10 straight hours this Friday. My website, yang2020.com. Weird. You ask your question tonight, there's a better chance. No, I'll get to it. My surprising friendship. It's been too so much fun because I've gotten to meet so many Americans I never would have gotten to meet otherwise. Uh, the friendship that sticks out for me is a guy named Fred who's an avid Trump supporter, a trucker. He let me ride in his truck for hours. He spent some time um, in jail. I heard about his experiences um, trying to get other people off of drugs. Did I'm you happy to say that after too? Yeah. together, he actually Did said that he uh, would move from Donald Trump uh, to my campaign, which was a, a lot of Republican jails happening there. Oh, yeah. The truth is that what happened to the four million manufacturing workers here in Ohio and Michigan and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and Iowa did not care about our political party. The fourth industrial revolution is now migrating from manufacturing workers to retail, call centers, transportation, as well as to white collar workers like attorneys, pharmacists and radiologists. It does not care about our party. Donald Trump had a set of solutions in 2016. What did he say? He said, we're going to build a wall. We're going to turn the clock back. We're going to bring the old jobs back. America, we have to do the opposite of all of these things. We have to turn the clock forward. We have to accelerate our economy and society as quickly as possible. We have to evolve in the way we think about ourselves. We have to turn into a race of fish value. people. It is not left, it is not right, it is forward, and that is where we must take the country in 2020. Robert, Yang, thank you very much. Senator Goodbye Harris. forever. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, probably Rand Paul. Um, oh. I, actually, I invited him to join me on Fuck the bill you. to end the money bail system in the United States. He and I agree on almost nothing, but we agree on that. 
And um, after we joined forces, he said to me, Kamala, you know, Appalachia loves this. And it really made the point that the vast majority of us have so much more in common than what separates us. And I guess that's what I really like to talk about. I do believe that <laughs> to beat Donald Trump, but also to, to heal our country, we need a leader who has the ability to unify our country and see that the vast majority of us have so much more in common than what separates us. And I'll tell you, um, my mother um, was 19 when she left India alone. And she wanted to travel she to only learn that science way. because <laughs> her mission in life was to cure cancer. And so she arrived in California. She got, um, you know, she was supposed to have an arranged marriage, but she got involved in the civil rights movement. She met my father, and that produced my sister and me. They got married, but when I was five, that marriage ended. But my mother convinced us that we could so do she anything. Could and so I became like, the first woman attorney general of California, the second black woman elected to the United States Center. And Senate. What friendship do you have that would surprise us, by the way? Because Donald Trump, <laughs> what I'd like to talk about, my yeah. story would well, not be possible. Ball, and so. I am running to make sure that that dream, that. the American dream, American values, Friends American ideals will always hold ah. true. And so that's what is at stake in this election. And I believe I am uniquely able to see the commonalities among us and to speak the story of the American dream and the need to reclaim it. Thank you, Senator Harris, Mayor Buttigieg. Oh, boy. Well, I think about the friendships that I formed in the military. Oh, pander. were radically different from me, different generation, different race, definitely different politics. And we learned to trust each other with our lives. When they got into my vehicle and when we went outside the wire, they didn't care if I was going home to a boyfriend or a girlfriend. They yes, they did. They didn't care what country my dad immigrated from and whether he was documented or not. We just learned to trust each other. In fact, the fact that I want every American to have that experience without having to go to war to get there is one of the reasons why I believe national service is so important. Fuck I guess I'll you. follow in the pattern tonight and point out you could go to peteforamerica.com and read all about it. It's also about building a sense of belonging in this country. Because well, I think that's what friendship and well, uh, that's what actually, service what's really interesting is, uh, And I think we have a crisis <laughs> of belonging yeah, in this actually, country that is helping to explain uh, so many of our problems, from our politics being what it is, to the fact that people are self-medicating and we're seeing a rise in the deaths from despair. I believe only the president can I'm build dying a sense of despair of by listening to purpose talk, for yeah. the entire country. Just noise. The purpose of the presidency is not the glorification of the president. It is the unification of the American people. And I'm asking for your vote to be that president. When the dust clears over the rubble of the our music norms and institutions at the end of the Trump presidency, the worst. pick up the pieces <laughs> and guide us toward a better future. Mr. Mayor, thank you. Senator Sanders? You. Um, when I was chairman of the Senate Committee on Veterans Affairs, uh, I tried to get through the most comprehensive piece of veterans legislation in modern American history, and I failed. I only had two Republicans to vote with me in the Senate, so we had to go back to the drawing board, and I worked with John McCain, and I certainly mm -hmm. did not get in that legislation, working with McCain, all that I wanted, uh, but it turned out that we were able to pass a very, very significant piece of legislation, including $5 billion more for the Veterans Administration. Uh, more recently, I worked with a very conservative Republican from Utah, Mike Lee. And Mike understood, although he and I disagree on everything, that the U.S. involvement in the Saudi-led war 
in Yemen. He's not saying that they're friends, by the way. Like that disaster for the people. No, I've seen him just saying George W. Bush's work for the first time in forty-five years. We were able to get the War Powers Act utilized and get U.S. get the votes to get U.S. the U.S. troops out of that area. But I think at the end of the day, what I appreciate is that we have got to end the hatred that Trump is fostering on our people, the divisiveness, trying to divide us up by the color of our skin or where we were born or our sexual orientation or our religion. And there is no job that I would undertake with more passion than bringing our people together around an agenda that works for every man, woman, and child in this country rather than the corporate elite and the 1%. A progressive agenda that stands for all is the way that we transform this country. Senator Sanders, thank you. Senator Warren? Nice. Nice. Um, you asked about a, a surprising friend. Uh, for me, it would be Charles Freed. Uh, 27 years ago, uh, when I was uh, under consideration for a job, he was someone who had been uh, uh, George Bush the first uh, solicitor general, a deeply principled Republican, and we didn't agree on much. Except uh, you were both Republicans at the time. Uh, yeah, really. He was, but he also she was, was also made American to my time. work about what's happening That's to true. America's middle class. And Charles engaged with it over and over, and ultimately is the person who made sure I got the job. You know, I grew up out in Oklahoma. I have three older brothers. They all served in the military. Two of the three are still Republicans. I love all three of my brothers. Both things. She loves her brothers. Yeah. That we're divided on, but there are core things that we believe in together. We want to see all of our children get a good start in life. We don't want to see any of our friends or neighbors not get covered by health care. We're willing to get out there for the things we believe in. Look, people across this country, whether they're Democrats, independents, or Republicans, they know what's broken. They know that we have an America that's working better and better and better for a thinner and thinner and thinner slice at the top and leaving everyone else behind. People across this country, regardless of party, are ready to say no more. We want an America that works for everyone. 2020 is our moment in history. It is a deep honor to be here, to be in this fight. I know what's broken, I know how to fix it, and we are building a grassroots movement to get it done that includes everyone. Thank you, Senator Warren. Vice President Biden. This is uh, reassuring. I know a man named Corn The fact that we're all acknowledging that we have to reach across the aisle to get uh, things done. No other way to get anything done in this country. The two people maybe who surprised you the most were, uh, not as I mentioned surprise. twice, but John McCain. John McCain worked Ugh. for me when he worked in the Navy, and he was my, he was assigned to me to travel around the world. We became close friends. Became very close friends with my wife, Jill. Visited our home. He was there with John his children. John McCain fucked your wife? And on yeah. his deathbed, Weird. he asked me to do his eulogy. John, Ugh. I would say to John, John, you didn't see a war you never wanted to fight, and he'd say, you didn't see a problem you never wanted to solve. But he was a great man of principle. He was honorable. No. He was honorable. And one of the no. things, that's the reason why I'm running. We have to restore the soul of this country. That's why I'm doing this. In fact, John this McCain? president has ripped yep. the soul out of this country, yeah, divided us in ways that John are McCain absolutely outrageous. The world's better off than dead. He cheats. He does not 
do anything to promote people generally. Secondly, we have to rebuild the class. Generally? The only way to yeah. do that is to be able to reach across the aisle. My dad used to say, a job's about <laughs> a lot more than a paycheck, Joey. It's about your dignity. We have to restore people's dignity. And lastly, we have to unite the country because, folks, Joey. it's time we stop walking around with our heads down. We are better positioned than any country in the world to own the 21st century. So for God's sake, get up. Get up and remember, this is the United States of America. There's nothing, nothing we've been unable to do when no, we no, decide no. we're going to do it. What? Nothing at all. 30330, Joe. Candidates, thank you. That concludes the no problem, Democratic presidential debate. We want to thank Autobahn oh. University for hosting us. Now please stay tuned for CNN for special coverage of tonight's debate with Jake Tapper and Chris Cuomo. Alright friends, we made it through another debate. It was a harsh one. Hopefully it'll be less people next time around. Um, people are clearing out here. Uh, everyone's just kind of milling about. It was, well, it was a debate. So, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's look at some, oh boy, there's a lot of marks here. Uh, well, you know, as far as pros go, uh, uh, I gave Tulsi one point. Yeah, I gave her two. Uh, uh, Tom Steyer gave three. Yeah, me too. Cory Booker got nothing. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Kamala Harris got nothing. I gave her one. Okay. Uh, Bernie Sanders got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Yeah, he got twelve for me. No, eleven. Yeah, he got eleven for okay. me as well. Um, Biden got nothing. No. Fuck that. Uh, Elizabeth Warren got four. Yeah. Me too. Uh, Buttigieg got nothing. Nope. Yang got one. Yeah, I gave him one. Robert Ducky. <laughs> Can't believe I didn't realize he was earning until tonight. Yeah, it's, well, I think it was the shirt, too. That's true. Um, Beto O'Rourke got one. I didn't give him that, yeah. Uh, I don't know what I gave him one for. Um, Klobuchar got nothing, no, obviously. Course, yeah. uh, Castro got two. Yeah, I gave him two as well, yeah. All right. Um, cons. Tulsi got five. I gave her four. Uh, Steyer got two. Gave him one. Uh, Booker got four? Okay. Okay, I gave him three. Alright. Uh, Harris got four. Yeah, I gave her six. I probably should have given her more. I was probably just not paying attention or something. It's hard to keep up. Um, yeah. Bernie Sanders, no negatives, (laughs) obviously. Yeah. He's a hero. Uh, Joe Biden got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Gave him ten. Okay, okay. Elizabeth Warren, uh, no negatives. Nope. No, she pl- she knows how to play it in the Oh, debates. yeah, yeah. Um, still don't trust her. Uh, we'll not vote for her. No. Uh, Buttigieg, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> I gave him nine. Okay, all right. Uh, Yang, three. Yep. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, one, two, I'm gonna say five. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I gave him three. Okay. Uh, Klobuchar. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I gave her ten as well. Uh, Castro one. Yep. All right. Uh, no conspiracy nonsense that I counted. No. Oh, I, it was borderline. I, I think I put one down. I put one on Klobuchar. Oh. Okay. Um, uh, pandering to Israel. Nothing. Surprisingly, we're no pandering to Israel. Wait, didn't somebody pan to Israel? Yeah, I thought Klobuchar did. Oh, I think that's what that was yeah. supposed to be. That's, yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay, sorry. She didn't do conspiracy nonsense. She panned to Israel. Um, 
Panning to the military, two for Tulsi. Yeah. Uh, one for Booker. Yeah. Two for Buttigieg. Only I gave two. him three. Yeah, it probably should be three. Uh, and two for Beto. Yeah. Um, I didn't catch anybody say access to health care. No. But that's because they all have their own bullshit made yeah, up it's, nonsense. It's, yeah. Yeah. Medicare for all who want it. Stupidest bullshit ever. Yeah, they kind of just don't use the term anymore. Yeah, no, because yeah. they know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, winners, losers, what do you think? Uh, I mean... Well, obviously, Bernie won. Bur- yeah, always. Right? I like, mean, according to CNN, probably not. Yeah. Uh, and losers, I mean, Biden. Yeah, Biden's just uh, trash. And, and Klobuchar as well. I mean... God, Boot edge edge. But I, I hate Buttigieg edge the most now. I, I think I officially hate him the most. He's pretty terrible. I... Uh, I think it's maybe because there's a bunch of money that's coalescing around him now, so he's trying to make it a thing. And he says nothing. No, absolute nothing. It's yeah. white noise. Yeah. Like, this is the best I've done at paying attention to him thus far, but I had to work like hell to yeah. even follow what the hell he's talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He will not pick a side for an issue. No. He'll just tell you what other people are doing wrong, but he won't say anything about him. Well, I think it's interesting you say that, Dan, um, because what's interesting is that you say that, I think there's a lot of ways we could look at it. And I'm not going to say who's right and who's wrong, but I think uh, I think we can all agree what the American people want is to look at these issues and see who's going to be the person that's taking things seriously and going to address the problems at hand. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that some ideas are too bold or some ideas are too weak. Uh, What I do know is that we have to be realistic about this and I think there's a lot of interesting ideas. Yeah. 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 Uh Uh-huh. What did did you just say? (laughs) What? What? What's happening? Fuck that shit. I hate him. I hate him the most. Yeah. Breaking news, boot edge edge and Klobuchar lead charge against Warren? What? Whatever. Okay. Um, whatever. Sure. Uh, Van Jones is on TV. Uh, Van Jones from Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, uh, Were you no. guys friends? <laughs> no. No? No. Before my time. Before okay. My time. Okay. Before my time. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, I... God. Like, I... <laughs> how many people do you think will be the next debate? Who do you think is going to make it? Yeah, well, I wonder how many are supposed to. Well, I, 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 guess I don't know just, what. I know they. I know they amp up the. Uh, yeah. The rules for next time, so it should be a lot less. But I got a feeling we're still gonna have. I got a feeling Harris and Buttigieg and Beta will still be. Yeah, they'll be there. Castro. I think, I think he's done. Really? Yeah, I think he's. He's ba- he barely made it to this one. Okay. Yeah, and they also didn't really let him talk too much. No. Yeah. Well, he's not... He's not I, yeah. mean, he's, I, I mean, he's, he says some good things, but... Yeah. He's just... Uh, he doesn't... It's not like he, he doesn't have a lane. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, Tulsi is she done. done. She's yeah. done. She w- didn't do anything tonight. And Steyer, we're surprised that he was even here tonight. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah, that was shocking. And Booker... Booker, he's got to be done, right? I think he sticks around. Wow. God, I hope not. He just brings nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd rather have Booker around than Kamala Harris, because... Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yang's definitely gone. I don't know, though. He's... He's in all those weird tech idiots that keep yeah, that's throwing the money. Thing. But, you know, he didn't have any, like, Yang gang there tonight, at least. Yeah. It didn't seem. 
Like, they weren't really... You know, I think he's pretty much hit his stride. I mean, like, but we're... I mean, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. It has happened. Because 139 days until Super Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Now, the thing is, is the DNC going to try to do the bullshit where they just keep as many people as they can in to keep it away from Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren? Mainly Bernie Sanders. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, Aaron is like, is Hillary gonna try to get in the mix? Because there's been talk about that lately. Yeah, I no, not unless Biden like just. If Biden's teeth had fallen out, yeah. I think Hillary would have been in yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, if he crash and burns somehow, which I mean, it's gonna happen. It's just a matter. of Yeah, life. yeah, no. I mean, he crashes and burns every day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's just, oh, God, Elizabeth Warren's doing selfies already. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're all God, doing that. Yeah. With, uh, yeah, but Warren with her selfie. Oh, yeah, no, no, What no. is she Buttigieg doing, like, crawling around? Yeah, like, and he was signing shirt? autographs? Like, who wants an autograph from Oh, God, guy? if I got a fucking... It, Joe Biden just stole someone's phone. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what they're doing. They'll, like, take someone's phone, and then they just, like, take a selfie with them in the background who's ever phone it is. No, I think he just stole that person's phone. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> what if he's texting his Is this mine? Is this me? Reason? I'm trying to find... You mind if I call my phone? I can't find it. I, I left it somewhere. Is this yours? Yeah, because I have uh, what, what do I do with this? Oh, motherfucker. Uh, oh, Ocasio-Cortez to endorse Bernie Sanders. Breaking news. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she needs to. Of course. Come on. I mean, Come on. why would you not? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Everybody, endorse Bernie. I mean, I love that they act like he's not, like, the main guy. Like, yeah. it, this is all, this is all based on his shit. Yeah. And, like, I, I stand by that the, bo- the polls are not accurately reflecting his support. Yeah. Because young people do not answer phone calls that they don't know the number for. Why would you? Yeah. No, old people are answering these polls. Yeah, exactly. there's just not a good way to get the numbers. Yeah. So I mean, and the fact that he's holding tight in either second or third place, depending on the poll, um, like I, I think he's the lead. Yeah. I think he's. Gonna, I I still firmly believe it's Bernie Sanders, and it needs to be. I mean, the DNC will try to do shit, but I. Of course. Uh, oh God, Klobuchar. Uh. Fuck you. I could have been watching The Flash. But I'm watching yeah. Klobuchar's on my TV right now. Yeesh. What Klobuchar on my TV? Dan, one last question for the night. Absolutely. An important question. Yeah, that, good one. Uh, we definitely need an answer yes, to. Yes, absolutely. Um, if you were a boss of many, okay. would you want them to fear you or love you? Uh, Who? Uh, first of all, if you want them to fear you, fuck you. Yeah. You're a small business tyrant and you're the worst. Yeah, why would you? No. Neither. Yeah, n- no, I, I mean I, the difference between the choice love before fear well, is he, gross. Yeah, but it's you know, I, I, I we just want them to fucking work. Yeah, like yeah, do your how, job. About, how about we all just have a worker co-op and we're all equals? Yeah, there you go. That? Uh, better question. Okay. Do, oh, I don't know if it is. <laughs> do you like Saturday Night Live? And if so, who would you love to see as a new host? As a new host, someone who you hasn't mean, hosted yet? I. I, I don't think they know what Saturday Night Live is. Yeah. Um, uh, first of all, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live since 2006. Um, and I feel like I'm a better person for it. Yeah, it's been a few years for me as well. But um, I guess I catch it on YouTube every once in a while. Um, but a, a host, what if they got Mr. T? Fuck, I would be back. I'm back. 
You bring Mr. T as the host of Saturday Night Live. I'm there. Yeah. Absolutely. You got me. You got me. That'd be great. That's the only way I'm watching Saturday Night Live. Claire, you can send me as much shit as you want. I will never watch it. Never going to happen, <laughs> just, Claire. You always post on shit. Like, oh, look at the Saturday Night clip. Now we're going to watch that. <laughs> is, it, is it 2006? Because that's when I stopped. I got off the train. Never going back. Um, our, uh, Phil Hartman, we found out it was an elaborate Andy Kaufman ruse, and Phil Hartman is actually alive, oh, yeah. um, and he comes back, then, okay, then I'll watch. Yeah. Would you ever live in a treehouse? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. question. Yes, I would. Best, would you ever live in yes. a treehouse? I absolutely would. Sounds fun. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'd do it. There's some elaborate treehouses nowadays. <laughs> I love some of these questions. Yeah, I would definitely do it. Would you ever start a celebrity fan club? If so, for who? Mr. T. Yeah. Ah, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. All right. Well, those are questions. Uh, Dan, thanks so much for joining me again. Absolutely. Thanks for uh, having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure. We survived. So, uh, that's the debate. <laughs>